Hello. Welcome back to Deep Dives. Today we're speaking to Brother Craig. Um, he's a member of Loser, the band from Melbourne, uh, who've just recently brought out a new single for their EP. The single's titled Heaven Can Wait. Um, he's a freaking legend, stand-up fellow. I fucking love him to bits. We all do. Um, and yeah, it's just easy talking to him. So hope you guys like it. Uh, have a good day. If you don't like it, fair enough. I mean. uh, the Bugs Tour? Yeah. How's that going? Well, it was fantastic. That's awesome. Just finished, yeah? Just finished on Saturday night. Um, one of those tours where you just genuinely connect with everyone on the tour. Dude, nice. Just make a bunch of lifelong friends. And yeah, the tour started to a fairly modest crowd in Newcastle. And then the last show was about, I think it was 20 gigs. The last show was just on Saturday night at the Princess Theatre in Brisbane to like 800 people or something. That's so sick. So it was a really cool way to, to send it off. We'll just, we'll just go back there and say Craig's in a band called Loser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my name's Craig. I play <laughs> bass in a band called Loser. Welcome, Craig from Loser. Yeah, Feeling so, welcome. Dude, I saw some videos of um, Timmy and Wax and stuff on stage uh, playing at the end, and they were literally just sitting in the back next to the drums. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved loose. to have been there, but I was manning the merch desk. Mm. Respect. Um, but yeah, Timmy got up and sang a tune and rocked out. And did he sing yeah. with Bugs? Yeah, he sung a song called. Um, I think he sung seriously with oh, them. Sick. And then um, and then they all got up on stage for the final song. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. Timmy's a bit of a veteran now, playing to a few people, isn't he? He's like yeah, man. Yeah, he's he knows his way around. <laughs> yeah, he's done really well. Yeah. Dude, you can't get him off the stage, can you? He loves it. You hear that, Tim? Born for it. Yeah. Nah, he's born for it. That's where he should be anyway. Definitely, dude. He's clean. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, um, the new song's sick as well. Thank you very a lot. Yeah. I very um, much enjoyed that. Yeah, looking forward to putting out some new tunes later this year on uh, Domestic La La Records. Mm. <laughs> Our family. Shout out DLL. Yeah. Please. Respect it. Yeah. Respect that. Where's my deal? What show? um, what do you got coming? EP album? Uh, an EP. Yeah, that's right. An EP. How'd you go with the um? Remember we were talking about the drip feeding strategy? Yeah. Did you end up doing that? Uh, well, that's the plan at yeah. this point. So I was um, so yeah. I was talking to um, who was it? Some dude from uh, Rum Jungle when we played with them last weekend and. I was chatting to him about music and stuff, and he he they'd released four EPs, and they were doing a fifth EP, and I was asking like, you know, what's what what are your thoughts on that? Blah blah blah. And he was saying the same similar thing that I kept hearing is like, man, no one wants to listen to a whole album anymore. Like, no one's got the attention span. Blah blah. blah. And I was telling him about, um, I think you told him about the drip feeding technique, and he was like, yeah, I'm on board with that. Like, he was wrapped with it, man. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I think like. I'm definitely not, you know, like I think lots of people have done it before. It's not definitely not a new idea in any form. True. Is but, it, I um, thought it was kind of new. I think I think the newness of it comes from the idea of posting everything at the start. I guess for people listening, we should give them a little bit of context. So yep. been talking to our friends here in Divers about new ways to roll out music. And... I th- I feel like it's not that people don't want to listen to a whole thing at once or anything like that. I just think in terms of the life cycle of a release, 
in back in the 90s early 2000s even early 2010s or whatever it it was very much one or two singles then the big release and then you could still have follow-up singles and it would still work but at this point with because at that point you were still focusing on physical sales so the more you could re-up the name of the album or whatever and tour again people would still then find out about it even if it was out and they could still go buy it Mm. but the thing with everything being released basically for free to everyone at one time is that the incentive then to follow up afterwards is kind of gone because you've got it at that point yeah you you don't have to go and buy it to get it you you just got it yeah so now everything's front-loaded in the sense that you know people are doing more singles before a release but say if it's a 12-track album you still might put out four singles and then you drop the last eight on one day and it all comes out. So it's still that point of like it goes to a level and then it kind of just dies, you know what I mean? Once you get some positive reviews, hopefully, and you do a tour off the back of it, it's kind of like that's the end of that cycle. Yeah. So the whole point of drip feeding it out would be to extend the life cycle of the entire release. Yeah. How long would you drip feed it for? So... For example, if it's a six-track EP, you'd release one song every six to eight weeks. Currently, the way people would release an EP would be maybe one, maybe two singles maximum, and then you drop the last four on release day. But the way we're talking about is more like a Netflix TV series in that one show a week, basically, but because a week turnaround for music is pretty wild, you go six or eight weeks, one song every six or eight weeks. (laughs) And so you don't actually ever get to the point where it's three singles and then the other three on one day. It's always one song at a time for the entire life cycle. So therefore, rather than the life cycle of the EP lasting for six to eight weeks, it could be 36 weeks because yeah. if it's six songs by six weeks. Yeah. And I guess in that sense, 48 it, weeks. It looks like the band's always busy as well, which is a good thing as well. Well, yeah. Constantly it, rolling stuff out. Exactly. Yeah. And... Um, you know, it also, you know, constantly releasing music onto Spotify or whatever will help with your algorithmic uh, influence as well, which is something to consider, but definitely not important. You know what I mean? It depends what you want to get out of your band, I guess. But, like, ultimately, it's kind of, um, you know, music businessy in a sense to talk about it this way, but... As long as your art is created pure at the start, it's this kind of creative way of packaging it. Or bang for your buck. Yeah. And it just... Um, there's also the sense that um, of anticipation, you know what I mean? Like, I know there's people who like to wait for a whole Netflix series to come out and then watch them all in one day. They can still do that. But for the people like myself who will get home at 5.01 to watch it, and you know, straight away and then go straight online and talk about it and wait a whole yeah. other week and can't wait <clears throat> until the next episode comes out. Yeah, and during the week they're talking about it as well. Yeah, right. and then also, so like the way we're talking about doing it would be to have the EP, so you have announced the EP and the first single comes out on that, the first song, sorry, because there's no singles technically, or no they're singles, all singles, yeah. however <coughs> you want to look at it. True, true. But the first song comes out on that day and then you say, okay, the second song's out on this date, the third song's out on this date, this one's on this date. And then you give everyone the dates and they go to their Spotify and they open it up and it has the whole EP there, but all the songs are grayed out except for the first one. Oh. And then on that date, 
the next date timeline, the second song appears automatically. So does it have the name so, of the song? Yeah, but oh. you just can't click on it. Yeah, so yeah. that's an awesome like little So you can see it. You can see what the names yeah. are, and you can look and see what date you're actually going to receive it, but you yeah. can't click on it yet. Yeah. But then you always keep going back to the same place to listen to the song. So I think the problem at the moment is if you do standalone singles, you then have to click out of that song and click oh, back in, or you yeah. can waterfall it in a sense, but it... Um, you might have different artwork for each song kind of thing. Yeah. And you get a little notification saying, like, if you follow the, the, the album and you say, sick, Loser's bringing out a new album, follow. And then you go, notification, Loser just released a new, a new single, single, the second song off the album, and then it's just like like that. Yeah, and then you go to click to it and then you can see the other ones that are greyed out, so it reminds you subconsciously that there's more coming. Such a nice little tease. And then there's also, yeah. I, I can listen to the other ones that have been released. I might as well do that now. Yeah. Versus if I just put out a new single, standalone from a previous single, when you click on the new single, you don't see the other single unless it's been specifically waterfalled. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it kind of, and I think, like, this is pretty lame, but, like, <laughs> When I look at my Spotify, I don't like to look at a whole bunch of different singles off the same thing. Yeah. I kind of like to see the albums and stuff. <clears throat> so yeah. it's like this way you're releasing singles technically, but it's still one piece, one block <coughs> yeah, on yeah. your Spotify. Fully agree with that. It's like and collecting. I, yeah, I know that's so lame, but yeah, I, no, I, it yeah, really yeah, frustrates I me when I've got to like, you know, like right now I'm, I'm listening to new Terry's and I'm clicking in and out of. I hate that as well. Yeah. Bits on the Spotify and kind of shits me. Yeah. yeah. Jealous you're listening to New Terry's. Annoyed that you have to click in and out of it, though. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean, because, like, all the EPs get, like, uh, like caught amongst all the singles as well. Which yeah. pisses me off, because it's like, if there's an EP out there, it's like, you wouldn't know, as a fan, if you've just discovered them, that that's an EP. You'd yeah. just be like, you'd be like, oh, I haven't got any albums out. And then it just looks like a bunch of singles, but it doesn't come under, like, and they need, like, an EP category, or, like album EP singles or some shit yeah. so that you don't go through it because you never know you're just looking off the artwork you'd never be like oh that's the EP kind of thing. yeah exactly which is annoying exactly and I know uh, like a lot of people are doing other things at the same time as they're trying to select a song you know what I mean you shouldn't be driving yeah. <laughs> or you're at the lights mm-hmm. or you're you know in between games on Fortnite or you're cooking and you just want to quickly jam on the next album Yeah. and you like click on a single and like ugh what the fuck? Like awesome idea. So you're potentially saving car crashes because you got it all <laughs> well, away. You're welcome. But yeah, um, and then you know, uh, my thought is, well, why not do it for a whole album? And so, if you've got twelve songs on an album, twelve sixes—that's seventy-two weeks. So that way, the life cycle of your album is over a year long, rather than, for example, we put out two albums during the pandemic. Um, you know, the first single drops in April. The album comes out in September. By the time this year rolls, you know, January of the next year rolls around, everyone kind of feels like, well, when's the next new thing coming out? And you're like, mm. we just put an album out yeah. a couple of months ago. So yeah. we're gone. <clears throat> Whereas if you're dripping it out, you know, there's also, I mean, I don't know if it's going to work. We'll, we'll see. But um, idea, there's also the thing that you just kind of wear people out. You know, yeah. Yeah, it might just be sure. too much for too long. So. I noticed that Wet Leg did that and then... When they started, there wasn't that much audience, but by the time the album came out, they were just like completely, you know, buzzing by the end of it. And it's such a good idea. Yeah. 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 And, they, and they had really cool music videos. So like, yeah, yeah. Everything just went like... It, it just rolled out perfectly. And by the time the album dropped, there was just a, like an awesome audience there ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I reckon it's a good idea because it is true. It's like Spotify is different. Like the way people listen to music now has, has changed. So it's like it's probably not right to like stick with the old formula. It's good to like experiment and try new things. And whether or not that's like the right one, but like there's probably like a perfect strategy that could be really looked and like put into Spotify and like make it really good. So it's like these people are going to listen to that song every time it comes out. So Well, hopefully. Yeah. And the thing is like if it doesn't work... That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the end of the world. We'll just release it the old way yeah, the yeah. next time. You know what I mean? It's like, I think it's worth a shot. It's just Kind of know, got yeah. enough of a sample size of the old way of doing it. Mm. Be nice to nah, makes sense. get right. some more data yeah. on the new way. Yeah. See what happens. Makes sense. It's just funny, I reckon, because like, everything's changing. Like, music-wise, streaming-wise, fucking TV show-wise, it's just fucking new shit popping up all the time man. Yeah. it's just interesting I reckon mm. I think it could be cool too if you're say if you're a band that wants to do multiple albums or you have different styles like maybe King Gizzard for an example who are a great example for a lot of things yep. so say they had three albums that they wanted to release and they're all three different vibes you could trickle out one song of each album like set up different right waterfalls <laughs> that's you know an I mean? awesome idea so like Every six weeks, one song of this metal album comes out, and then two weeks after that, one song of each acoustic album starts tripping out, and then there's a trippy album that comes out. So they end up releasing a song a week, but they're off different styles of album that are dripping through at different times. That is yeah. a great could be idea. Confusing, could be exciting, could be whatever. That yeah, is such a good idea. See, you don't necessarily like. Yeah, maybe we start putting out an acoustic album halfway through this EP. Yeah, but it it can, it overlaps and continues on beyond it or whatever. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you could start getting creative with yeah, that agree. process. That's you know? that's what I'm thinking as well. Like, there's opportunities there because things are fucking changing, and you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. Almost you can, you can. I like it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's a great idea. Well, it's just an idea at this point. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not locked in. Is he? Ah, uh, well, those discussions are going to happen now. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. plan. That's what we'd like to do. Yeah. And, um, How many tracks on the EP? Six. Nice. Are they locked and loaded, mastered and ready, or they're all recorded? Yeah. Just getting mixed at the moment. Nice. Did you, you and Timmy? Yeah. We, yeah, we recorded it. Nice. Um, and Tim's mixing it. Yeah. Fuck. Perfect. It's good yeah. to have shit in house, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's great. It's um because you know we've been touring flat out since March, when the other guys left. Um, and so we started this EP the two of us because we didn't want to stop and Tim was actually drumming on it we basically finished the whole EP with Tim drumming on it it sounded great by the way Tim's a really good drummer yeah I saw some videos he looks really clean but then you know when we met Em and she sat down behind the kid it was like we gotta re-record this like just the way she does it is different and and just makes the music come alive in a different way so we ended up re-recording the whole thing again what mind you both recording sessions were done while we were touring oh, on really? the weekends. So we would just go around every Tuesday night after work and bang out another song. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably been recorded over, I don't know, 12 to 18 weeks. We had COVID in there for a little bit and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But um, it was basically one song a session, but it just took, you know, we had to do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But, yeah. And you got two takes you can swap between, so you can shoot them out. Like, if you've got Tim's take and then you got M's take as well, we can go 
Which one do you like better? Yeah, but we we always like Dems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She just she just off. Yeah. yeah, mix it. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing that you can, like, yeah. with, with that strategy of releasing a couple of things at the same time, like with Em and her piano skills as well, you could do like alternate versions of each one of the songs and stuff, and you could have like piano, um, the full version, acoustic guitar and stuff, and just like get sort of different albums but the same songs but different variations. Yes, yeah. well that it. that's um that's kind of the idea for the film clips. So every every song would have a film clip to it, and rather than using the audio official audio, everyone would be a live version oh, yeah. of a different sort. You know, a full band live version, an acoustic version, a piano version. Yeah, whatever works best for that song or whatever feels good at the time. Yeah, yeah. Any for cool sure. any cool video clip ideas that you'd want to talk about that you got in the pipeline or? Don't no. Oh, actually, on, on my oh, phone yeah. I've got a list of um, film clip ideas. Nice. nice. Read I'll, just, I'll read them out to you. I don't, like, these aren't even necessarily loser ones because, um, yeah. I just kind of, you know when you're just like, if you're driving or something and you're like, I've got an idea for something. Yeah, I always put sure. it down. I've got little voice memos of just like random as shit. Oh, you talk to yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah just like, just like a, a melody and I'll be at work and then you listen back to me like, the fuck is that? Because it's just a hum. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's literally just like, what the fuck? All right. Um... 100 meter sprint in slow mo. Nice. Um, cars doing burnouts. Nice. That's the whole idea. <laughs> <laughs> that sells itself. A dog in a kissing booth. Nice. Um, Shunde! Shunde! How's it going, man? Ben Shundebeek just entered the room. Do you want to see? Just entered the chat. Welcome to the Shundeverse. What's up? <laughs> We're in his world now. What's up? I'll get you a seat, Yep. Jump on the mic, should um, Kissing booth one's not yeah, bad. Yeah, dog in a kissing booth. That could be all right. Like, if it's got lipstick on or yeah, something. Yeah. Or, you know, everyone's just smooching a dog. It, like, a real cute dog could be kind yeah. of fun. Anything with dogs in it. Is yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a big win. <laughs> um, Especially on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, aliens playing a UFO house party. Nice. Um, nice. Metal detecting. That's I'm cool. Sure what, yeah, but I'm not sure where that... That's where that leads, that's but cool. that was the idea. Yeah. A GoPro right. strapped to the front of a train. Yep. There is actually already that. Have you seen that thing that where they TV take shows. it across? Yeah, it's like TV and they stream it. Awesome. And there's a train that runs from Pakenham all the way to WA. Cool. And they streamed it in, in slow, and it's in fast fast forward. But it goes through Snowtown, where all those fucking murders happened. Wow. And it's like meant to be pretty eerie. It just looks fucked. Uh. From what I've heard, I've never seen it, but... Well, I'll cross that yeah. one off the list and, <laughs> yeah, and then watch that. Because that Maybe sounds I great. Maybe just kill someone. We'll just chuck our song behind player. that video. <laughs> and, yeah, and the last one is an invisible band playing instruments. So that's perfect. So green suits. Some ideas. I guess. Yeah, you'd have to green it up. Oh, well, ask Shundi about shundi, the, te- man, yeah. the technical yeah, specifics. You could have like one frame suit. where you're all there naked and you're just like what was that idea that you had scotty it's still sucking i think it's an awesome idea i think you had it was a uh, someone it'd be like a, a frame that was at the same point the whole video clip but there's like a party outside but then there's one person just meditating in the background and then everything happened around the person but they're just sitting there meditating during the party cool was that your idea I, scotty i don't know <coughs> i don't know if that was my idea. i picture you in the backyard doing that <coughs> but yeah, yeah that, that was, was yeah we were gonna do that with energies weren't we yeah, yeah. and mine. then have the like yeah, yours? Sold <laughs> around the party or something it's hard to make videos video ideas come to life though it's such a mission yeah. i think it's a great idea Especially and then you sit you down and try craziest and then you tell budget ideas. then you tell shindu the idea and he's like yep that's gonna cost one million dollars <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I thought you did really well with the Feed Me video. Oh, cheers, man. I thought man. it was great. Yeah, it's because we're all nursing a two-day hangover, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 It just came up really cool, and I like the, especially the part with the sheets and the lighting and stuff. Fun. It's just really that cool. Really and cool. Um, when Benny goes full, like, axe murder at the end. Like, yeah. Uh, what's he, the whole he, thing he was great. Up, he turned up basing a bit off the Patrick Bay. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Bay. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go morph suit for that sheet thing, but then obviously we didn't get everything in time, so we're just like, what can we use? Sheets, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think it worked better. That's why it was cool. It was, it was a creative way to get that feeling across without, mm. you know what I mean, spending a trillion dollars. Mm. But it was actually, I preferred that than if you'd yeah. gone the whole hog. Yep. Like it just yeah. made me think more about. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah. the only expense on. was the printer that Benny sacrificed in the end. That was my mom's printer. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I actually told her. It was a, br- <laughs> a brand new printer as well, and he just <laughs> smashed it. it. Yeah, it, it was, was perfect. Oh, yeah. Could have got one from like the op shop or something, but no, sacrificed a brand new one. Is that, is that why your mum hasn't uh, sent me any more letters, Benny? <laughs> 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 no more playing around with Benny domestic <laughs> Dude, the printer broke. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're coming to the office and get a new one. Dude, I remember how gnarly it was when you smashed the printer with an axe. I'm just like, glass shattered everywhere. I yeah. Like, oh, dude, that was I didn't actually have any hectic. Dude, I thought it was going to like, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> was like, dude. You put a pause to it because it was pretty full on. It like exploded and fucking the glass dark. just went, you know. Yeah, it didn't have correct <laughs> PPE for that, but we learned for next no, time. It, was a, it wasn't an OHS officer. I need to stop that. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I'm ready. Who would you cast as your stunt double? <laughs> what famous person would play you? Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Straight up. Yeah. And then no one would know forever who which one's which one's the real bit better. Or Scott. Fuck maybe. Yeah, I'll look better. <laughs> <laughs> you know me the best. Yeah, I could take care of it. Yeah. Who would you cast as yours? Shundi. Shundi. <laughs> I'll take Shundi as well, actually, if that's all right. Well, I'll take the guy yeah. from uh, Loose Bricks. Yeah, it's <laughs> yes. so good. Yeah. Or Finchie. Oh, yeah, Finchie will work. Dude, we were talking about that last night. Like, the um, like there was a photo of Greeny and, like, us playing a show. And Greeny was playing yeah. the guitar at the front and, like, tagged Finchie in it or the Terry. Oh, or that's right, like yeah. That. Someone tagged Finchie as me uh, and he was talking about it last night and he said it's the funniest thing he's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when was I a guitarist? <laughs> <laughs> One day with the divers. Yeah. A day oh. in the life. Yeah. Well, the Terry's played a show at Suki last night and Scotty and I went and it was fucking awesome. Dude, it was so fucking good. Oh, like, I honestly, one of the best nights ever. Fucking, was it? I got pissed. Green uh, driving. Uh, yeah. We were on the bar, what was it? Tequila Sunrises. And then um, it was pretty chill at the start. And then, like, everyone just rolled in, like, when Terry's kicked off. They opened with their new track, um, Rolling Stone. And fucking, I've been smashing all week. And love I fucking. They opened really with it. Yeah, cool. I know, yeah, dude. Really I love cool. it. And, the, and um, Finchy fucking nailed it. Like, he sing, sings that song especially yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then they just fucking bang, bang after bang after bang, man. It was so fucking good, man. And they were they were so g'd up. Like it was the last show on the Vic Victoria yeah, yeah, leg, yeah. and they were just like. But I think the second last song, Finchie was up there with three vodka so, rosies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 He had two in one end and one in the other. Yeah, yeah. It was very respectable. He had a, he had a, he had a crack, and yeah. he pulled it off like the charming man he is. Yeah. <laughs> All the boys fucking sent it so hard. That was back to back to back to back, like four days. And they were like definitely on their last legs, you could tell. But then like 
push came to shove, man. They just sent it hard. It it so good. Yeah. yeah, really good show. That's awesome. They're sick, dude. That song that you showed me earlier, it was fucking unbelievably good. Great yeah. band and great people. Dude, legends, legends. man. Like Legends. It's so yeah. funny when we were um, watching them, they're, they're like shouting out the security guards, they're shouting out the fucking venue owners. They're just like they're just the so photographer. They're yeah. just like just spreading like yeah. just fucking the good shit all the time, man. It just makes you feel so good. Just love it. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're insanely good. I had yeah. FOMO so bad last night. Dude, you should have come, man. I fucked up. <laughs> it was actually a bad move. I didn't get to sleep till one thirty. I've been running off five hours sleep today, you? but yeah. I managed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I had to drive a hundred k to work this morning, but we got through. Good on you, Greeny. Still waiting for the it. gentleman. Oh yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't not. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was sick. Yeah. Did and Tommy well, go on San, to San Remo? Not, Tommy, not. probably not. I doubt he would have gone to San Remo. But like that would have been a sick show, dude. I was like San Remo, Westyport. That's go. that's a great little venue. Mm. Anything up near the Phillip Island, I reckon, is like. Yeah, that place packs out like or gets like real good bands and like heaps can't go there as well. Yeah, I'd love to play that. Such a great idea yeah. to come and just do rural shows. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. Have you played the Westie? The Western. The port. Western Port yeah. in San Remo. No, no, yeah. I haven't. Have you done like any stints out that way, rural? Uh, not that way. No. no. Oh, no, not that way. Like more like um, Torquay and um, like Frankston and stuff. But haven't gone to Phillip Island to yeah. play yet. You got a few there. few years under your belt playing live now, haven't you? How many years do you think you've been doing? Well, I played my first gig in '98. 1998. Yeah. Oh, high shit. school band. Or yeah. What kind of band? Yeah. Um, it was like yeah, high what? school band. I was in like, it was a long time ago, right? But I was young. I was, was uh, twelve. Yeah. At the yeah. Time. That's insane. So I would've um, been, that would have been a real intense experience. It was super fun. There's a video of it somewhere too. Is uh, it? There's oh, really? No way I'll show you. That. <laughs> I'll dig it up. Did you say no, uh, what, what did you say again? Sorry. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. God, what was I was. The, um, 20th century. What's the name of the band? <laughs> the band at the time was called Latrine. Ah, cool name. Dude. Nice. That's and um, yeah, it was awesome. Fun. Just played like Green Day, Nirvana, Silverchair. Yeah. The classic. All, the, all their favourite stuff. Nice. How many bands have you been in? <sighs> so many, dude. <teeth. laughs> <laughs> can't even... Better yeah. throw a number out? 20-something? Really? Really? Yeah. 20? Wow. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. Where did you go after that band? Um, so we stayed in that band till, like, I don't know, early 20s or something like that. So wow. in that band for a while. Oh, shit. And then myself and Bowie, who was oh, the drummer man. of the Bennies, we started a Metallica cover band called Motallica. Because <laughs> <laughs> our guitarist was Mo. Oh, His nickname good. is Mo for yeah, Mick Morello. Awesome. How would Motown Metallica be? <laughs> that would be <laughs> so <laughs> sweet. Because you guys all had like crazy mustaches. Yeah, I couldn't, oh, couldn't grow a beard be, at that, that point, man. Yeah. Couldn't grow a beard at that point. Still battling. Um, <laughs> and then um, from that point, there was a few other bands. And then... Um, uh, yeah, just like some thrash metal stuff and some grungy stuff and then some some sublime influenced <laughs> nice. reggae kind of stuff. And then it was around that time that um, Auntie and Bowie started a band called Madonna <laughs> with a friend of ours, Steve, and another guy who was playing keyboard. And then he bailed and they asked me, do you want to play bass? 
because up until that point, I should say, I was always a guitarist. Mm. So I only picked up bass yeah. um, to start in the Bennies. Yeah. Uh, well, that band was called Madonna at the time. And then yeah. we put out an album as Madonna. Oh, the Bennies were Madonna before that. Yeah, we used to call Madonna. Oh, so that was in just 2008 we started. And then, yeah, we started getting a few gigs and stuff. And then some festival told us they wanted us to play, but we couldn't because we were called Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, the joke's gone far enough. Like, yeah, yeah, just really that. tied to that name. <laughs> it was just a joke that just kept going. It was easier than actually trying to think of a name. Yeah. 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 So then, yeah, we just wrote a list of names and picked, like, the best of the worst. And yeah. it just ended up being the Bennies. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was in that band till 2018. Yeah. And then... um yeah, started in Loser with Tim and Cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy. Here we are. Uh, Chris, Chris Cowburn. He was, he was the drummer for the Smith Street Band. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, so we just had a jam. Like, Tim sent us both a demo because Tim had been in a really awesome – he'd been in a bunch of cool bands, but yeah. the most recent band he was in was called Grim Rhythm, yeah. which is a three-piece psychedelic rock band. They were awesome. No shit. But it. Tim wanted to go back to his more alt-rock – songwriting stuff so he just wrote some demos by himself and uh sent them to myself and chris cowburn and um yeah we both said we love it like we should what are you going to do with them and he's like i don't know do you want to have a jam chris said he liked them as well and then we got together and had a jam and four jams later was the actual recording of the first ep yeah sure that's insane <coughs> live ep recording yep yeah is that loser the actual song loser mm-hmm yeah yeah, I remember us writing the lyrics to that on in like most of them were written, but there was a few parts, just like while after the drums were getting packed down, and we had to write something before the vocals were recorded. <laughs> That's awesome. That's nuts. Yeah. So did you all get together and just realize like this is this is good, this is fun we'd, together? Well, we were just <clears throat> playing and having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even. But it wasn't like. But a, it just felt good playing. It, it just felt good, yeah. so we just followed that energy yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that that sounds like a, a natural form sounds better than a forced yeah, one. Trying yeah, to yeah. do it in that unnatural yeah. way, saying I need a drummer, I need a bass player, and then that's if you're it. just having fun, and then it just naturally forms. I guess that's kind of how we did, really, as well. So, yeah, it's the way to go. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was good because Tim and I had been like for a number of years before that, even like if there was Benny's demos or apart from this demos, which is one of his other mm, bands yeah. or anything, we would just send each other song ideas anyway and just talk about them just as friends. Like, we had never played together. Mm. But, um, so, yeah, like, even, like, I actually did, like, a whole album solo with Chris on drums. I remember that, hey. And um, Tim was, like, we were swapping ideas on that the whole time as well. And so then by the time it came to this stuff, he was just sending us another song idea, you know what I mean? But both Chris and I were like, this is fucking awesome yeah and that and then so he was like well we should jam it then and that was kind of it you know yeah. so it was really unthought yeah oh, shit. simple straight to the point yeah and you would have been mates by that point as well which is probably where it gets in it's important because you just like got a friendly energy going on oh yeah i think we'd style. we'd first toured with tim and his and stuff in like 2012 or 2013 so we'd already known each other for a good five or six years at that point yeah 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 oh, shit. so yeah yep Shout out to Timmy. Shout out to Timmy Boy. Timmy Boy. <laughs> My boy. Is he having a fancy dinner last night? Yeah, he was. Yeah. What was he? He and his partner Lucy celebrated their anniversary. Oh, no, oh, sure. They went out for a nice steak dinner and some um, 
How long have you been Tim and uh, have Tim and Lucy been together for? I think it was eight years. I think. Nice. Yeah. Tim, Tim or Lucy, I'm sorry if I got that wrong. But <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was eight years. Yeah, yeah. That's a stint. Nice one. Yeah. Dude, Tim's a legend. I got. I was like so shocked. I didn't expect Timmy to be like the kind of guy that he was. Like when I met when I met him, I was like fucking hell. Like he was so knowledgeable about all of like just the live gear that was going on, and it was like I was like fucking hell. It'd sort of stick with him, and he'd, he'd be like absorb some some knowledge kind of thing and just like get the get the the residue <laughs> yeah yeah man when he's when he's interested in something he's really good at going technical on yeah it. fucking nice and it's um it's awesome like i know so many people would like if you think of like wild tour stories or whatever it's like mm. it's literally just me and tim in the car talking about <laughs> yeah. like different microphone places <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you know like plug-in stuff and yeah. you know listening to <laughs> podcasts with producers and then ufo stuff and it's, yeah you know i love that dude I'm fucking, yeah i'd literally be doing the same thing like podcasting on a, on a road trip is almost essential right? oh yeah yeah like, you gotta be pumping bodies <laughs> with this recent tour did you do flying or some driving as well or mix it up uh, mixed it up yeah. Um, there was a few long drives, mm. and then uh, we didn't drive to Perth. Yeah, um, which was great. <laughs> and the uh, old territory through the desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like all the New South Wales stuff and and um, Victoria stuff, and then yeah, we we're going to drive to Adelaide, but then we had to go from there to Perth, so we ended up flying that. D- d- does Emily drive? She does. Well, yeah. But um, at that point, she wasn't in the band, so yeah. it was just <laughs> your, your old mate here. <laughs> Slogging away. But got the sticky tape say, One of the prerequisites for joining the band, you also have yeah. to have yeah. your license. But I will <laughs> say, <laughs> like, in, for, so yeah, Tim doesn't drive, but I tell you what, he is the most awesome co pilot ever. Yeah. 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 Like, um, he'll get, he'll kick you awake. Yeah. Oh, man. He, yeah. one, one trip in particular, which was particularly long, he had um, organized a full schedule in the car, and it's like, all right. For the first hour or so, let's just freestyle whatever tunes are on. The, you know, we get a coffee and stop. All right, from this point, we're going to listen to this podcast. So he, like, curated That's it. So good, <laughs> then he had a sweet playlist of, like, new music we hadn't heard. Yeah. And then there was, like, a trivia game on his phone. And then there was some more podcasts. And, and it made the trip That's go really quick. You, you almost, go, like, the whole yeah. trip. You almost like, should have podcasted the trip. Oh, man. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, most of the time, I feel like when I've done it, like, we always, like, first three hours, are like, yeah, let's go, let's go. It's, like, hours four, five, six, which is, like... And then you just end up losing yeah. to like yeah. every game that you play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, then we had to play play, play Shindy's game. Yeah. Shindy's game that he 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 was already clocked when he was maybe he a wee a wee boy. Geography's my worst um, uh, trivia section. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it's it's tough. tough. I, I had a world map and yeah, I used to dad used to be like find this place and I'd have to block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pointing to stuff is okay, yeah, yeah. but it's when someone's like, "What's the capital of oh, Nicaragua?" Nah, no, yeah. well, yeah, fuck oh, it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, you can know the, of the countries, <laughs> yeah, but like knowing the cities, that's a whole other thing. Mm. That'd be a good. Maybe we could do that. The capital then, cities. Then you're at a disadvantage, like us. Yeah. 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 Have you done much traveling around the world, Craig? I actually have. The yeah. Great War China is one that yeah, comes yeah. to my mind a lot. Yeah, yeah. Benny's, Benny's did a lot of touring. And also, um, my family, I was lucky enough to have, you know, parents that could take me places. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of my family's in New Zealand. So, I went to New Zealand and Croatia. So, my family's from there. So, yeah, we went there really with the family. Always curious about that. Like, yeah, I was one. I thought I was guessing Polish, but Croatian. Croatian. Makes, yeah. That yeah. Checks out. So, my dad was born in Croatia and my mum was born in New Zealand. And my mum's 
parents and grandparents were part Maori, part Croatian. Oh, wow. okay. And so mum and dad met. So when dad's family moved, immigrated from Croatia to Auckland, and mum and dad met at a Croatian dancing school. Hectic. People cool used way. to do that back in awesome. the day. Well, there you go. Yeah. So we got there and they're just like kicked it off yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I've tried not to ask my parents yeah, too much specifics enough, about <laughs> some dirty <things>. the connection <laughs> I, look I assumed it worked and I'm ha- stoked yeah. for him yeah. um, <laughs> but yeah they um, yeah so like we've had a lot of family in Croatia as well which is cool to meet them and uh, ben, yeah Benny's we toured heaps like we went all around Europe and the States and China and Japan and Malaysia and um Kuala Lumpur and UK as well. Dude. How was the uh, experience of international uh, touring? Oh, yeah, unreal. Yeah. Absolutely unreal. I mean, a bit of a mixed bag for me at the start because um, I have a massive fear of flying oh, really? and um, OCD as well. Yeah. And I didn't realise I had OCD until I had a panic attack on a plane Jesus. and I wouldn't fly anymore. And so there, we actually, like, back when Benny's used to tour quite a bit, um... I wouldn't fly, and the other guys would fly sometimes, and I'd just drive myself yeah, instead. Drive yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it was cool. Yeah, it was yeah. still not cool. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we um, yeah. There was a there was one weekend where we did Thursday night at no, we did Thursday night Melbourne, Friday night Adelaide, Whoa. Saturday night Melbourne, Sunday. So it was like two Melbournes, and then Sunday afternoon. We, had, we were playing on a boat in Sydney. And you drove? And so I drove the whole thing. And like, I don't in want order to, boys wind you never again. In <laughs> order to get there, in order to get to Sydney on time for like, it had to be like a 10 a.m. load in for this midday boat cruise. What? I had to like, and we were headlining the Saturday night show. So I literally like played the set, unplugged my bass, went to my car and then drove to Sydney and Dude, met the guys at respect. the boat. That's, that's and then man. when I was doing that, I was like, this is... Yeah. A bit dangerous, like I That's probably crazy. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. yeah. So at that point, I was like, I need to see what's going on. Yeah. So I started talking, you know, to like a psych and my doctor to be like, look, I'm just so afraid. Like, what do I do? What yeah. was the panic attack in the in the plane? Uh, well, it turns out it was OCD, but I didn't know it at the time. So like, I fully just like passed out and was so so stressed that I passed out on the yeah. plane. But was it because you couldn't control? Yeah. What so what doing? happened was. Um, I I was just thinking it was kind of like this is what everyone did, but I didn't realize it's not what everyone did. Like yeah. I had to offset a bunch. So basically the OCD is anxiety manifested in that form. So some people it's Tourette's, some people it becomes a different form of anxiety, some people it's OCD, whatever. It's, it's an anxiety disorder. Sure. And um, what happens is you have obsessive thoughts and then you have compulsive behaviors to try and offset the com- obsessive thoughts. Mm. So a lot of it is um, thoughts of trying to control future outcomes. So like trying to make sure the plane lands safely would be one. And then in order for the plane to land safely, in my mind, I'd build up a whole bunch of compulsions and rituals that I needed to execute yep. in order to lower the anxiety I had about the plane arriving safely. Yeah, yeah. And so that was everything from washing my hands like a couple of hundred times to flicking light switches to stepping on cracks, making sure I put my shoes on a certain way. That's insane. Interesting. And so the thing that I learned about OCD was that the more 
you leave those rituals unchecked, the more they build yeah. and you have to add more to them. So yeah. the rituals became more involved. Yeah. And um, it started to include like counting numbers and clicking my fingers and all this stuff to sort of equalize the the outcome in my mind so then my anxiety would drop down. Did the guys like in the band notice this was happening at all? Like, were you, No, no, it was like pretty going, well hidden. Yeah, but okay. once it started to take over, yeah, they sort of picked up that, you yeah. know. And then part of it was that I felt that by telling people I would it would make whatever I was afraid of come true. Mm. So that became another ritual was to yeah. not, not be able to talk about it. Sure. So then ultimately just you create your own mind trap. Yeah. And um, yeah, so at one point on this plane, there was just too many, too, too many, many rituals. rituals. You know, I got to this point where I got trapped where like no matter what I did, something bad was going to happen yeah. or this would worse would happen. And then I didn't do it correctly. This time I'm going to do it faster or whatever. It just, it just, I kind of feel like my brain was just overloaded and it just shut down. Yeah. I mean, it's passed out. And so when I explained that to the doctor that I had a fear of flying, they took me to a psychologist to talk about fear of flying. Said I panic attack on a plane. Mm. And then I described to the psychologist what happened. He's like, ah, okay. That's OCD. You know, you're still afraid of flying, yes, mm. but we need to get rid of this other thing first. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so, yeah. How do you feel about it now? Well, still, you can't get rid of it. You just yeah. have to get used to it and then um, know, you just manage it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it basically, like, exposure therapy was kind of what helped me and also some, uh, like, antidepressant, like, anti-anxiety meds yeah. just to, like, lower the, the bar yeah. so then you could attempt some things that seem scary. Yeah. Yeah. But basically what you got to do is just um, whatever you're, like, completely afraid of. And a lot of it is... The reason it was OCD and not something else potentially more severe is that I understood that it was ridiculous yeah. and that's part of the knowledge of it is that you yeah, know it, it can't be real mm. but the fear you can't ignore the sense of anxiety it provokes. Mm. Yeah. So, like, for example, one of them was if I don't put my left shoe on before my right shoe, my mum's going to die. Mm. And I know that sounds crazy. It's okay to laugh. It's a weird thing to say out loud. But in the moment of me putting on my shoes, it honestly felt like I was killing my own mum. Yeah. Dude, so yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to do right. that. You literally can't so control that. And then you're like, well, how hard is it if I want to save my mum? I'll just put my left shoe on before my right shoe. No, yeah. Yeah. It's easy to give into that thought. Yeah. yeah. But then you put it on one day. You put it on and it doesn't feel like it went on properly. Yeah. And you go, oh, wait, does that mean it didn't work? Dude. And then you go, shit, all right, I better take them off and put it back on. And you go, okay, sweet, worked that time. <clears throat> and then it goes, oh, it didn't work twice i guess i'll just do it again mm. well that one didn't work now what do i do and you're like maybe if i tighten the laces and then put them on yeah. ah that works okay great and then it just slowly yeah, slowly just builds and so what you have to do is walk in to your room and put your right shoe on first and sit there while you think you just killed your mum, mm. and then wait for the pressure to go down and then, and then take them off and do it again keep doing that yeah. and each time the anxiety level decreases that would have been really hard to like do at the start i guess like it must have been like so challenging. yeah did you no, know I reckon, I reckon as well that what you just spoke about then i reckon is more common than you think but nobody really speaks about yeah. it yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you seen sure. that do you watch that show on abc you can't ask that no there's this episode it's like people with like i don't know, like marginalized australians or people with like you know and and there's I an think, episode on i OCD think i saw an ad for that yeah yeah there's yeah. an episode on ocd and it's just like 
it's crazy like some yeah. people are, it's it can be like for some super debilitating is it, but some are like completely functional yeah like yourself, for different people it's different it's really and intense. at different times like yeah. i think when it finally got to the real bad point like i was yeah not eating much not really leaving the house and it's like okay yeah. we need to do something yeah. yeah but it's funny how once you start taking down some of those big big scary ones the littler ones kind of fall away like yeah. if you go yeah. for the big boulders the little yeah. pebbles kind of bail yeah and then from that point it's just being vigilant and knowing that like if you do a lot of things that induce anxiety you're going to feel the urge to do those compulsions more and you need to have the awareness the brain gym work yeah. to be like that's just a compulsion what i need to do is like sit with that fear and let it bail or whatever and then yeah you know what i mean like that's okay it should be sweet for sure I suppose it's a different ball game when you believe that something bad like that's going to happen. Because then if it's if it's anxiety anxiety induced, that's going to just make you fucking skyrocket. Like you believe that you that you've got yeah, it just keeps mom. looping on itself, and then it's yeah. like it just literally just goes out of control. It's crazy yep. feedback, it's fucking yeah. crazy. That's exactly what it is, and and yeah, like a lot of people do have it, uh, like heaps of people. Yeah, man. and yeah. um and different levels, as different well. levels. Right. Like I think it only gets to the point where they classify it as clinical, which mm. is where I got to was when the rituals can take up, I think the threshold is like six or seven hours of your day Yeah, is filled up with ritualistic behavior to offset something. Mm. Mm. So a lot of people have certain things and like yeah. that's kind of why it snuck up on me, I reckon, because it used to be just like a superstitious thing. Yeah. Mm. Got labeled a superstition and I thought OCD was just people that like things in a straight line. Yeah. because But yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like, yeah. that's yeah. kind of yeah. like maybe for some sections of people yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, I prefer order, but I think that's got nothing to do with my OCD. Mm. Like, yeah. I'm not stressed about things being out of out of alignment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, well, that's not that. Yeah. It's overly superstitious or something, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Not Dude, the case. Um, i got a quick story to throw in. I reckon, like, I can kind of relate to you a little bit, not on that level, but I reckon when I was younger, I used to have a little bit of that kind of shit going on as well. And I have uh, one time went to Queensland, like, for a family holiday when I was probably, I don't know, 12 or some shit. And um, I got a necklace, which was fucking sick. It was like one of those cool cool guy ones. Yep. And I was coming back <laughs> on, on the cool flight. Cool guy ones on a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it checks out. Story checks <laughs> yeah. out. I had like shells and fucking cool shit on it. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, and I, as I was coming back on the plane, I wigged out and I was like thinking that it was a curse necklace. And I was like um, thinking this is going to the plane's going to come down, I'm going to kill everybody if I don't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So I flushed it down the toilet in the plane just to fucking, yeah. just to get rid of it and like, Dude, yeah. that's it. Like that's I insane. still, I still don't wear red on a plane. Really? I've got safe colours and things of that nature, like colours that I, like, and again, saying it out loud, I know mm-hmm. that it's, that, that can't influence the outcome. Sure. But it's there's still some things I just well, can't. You don't want to take the chance. Yeah. It goes yeah. back stuff, probably actually. like. To and the I feel like as long as it's down to a manageable yeah, number, like you're, you're clearly that's okay. like managing it. That's not yeah, like, yeah, but yeah, so I could totally understand yeah, that. Like, sure. yeah. Did, did anything come from that as well? Did did well, they? Did, well, they, did, well, they, did you get Did you get exactly about fifty-two people? Oh, so there. As soon as Scott flushed it, the plane started going mad. So you're welcome. It was like, oh, it's okay, everyone. Take your seat. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, guys. I just got rid of the necklace. It's sweet. Don't worry, everyone. Go back to your seats. (laughs) Right, herself. (laughs) Dude, I've got this thing, and I've had it ever since I was a kid, um, where I go for, like, I count. If I, like, my teeth, if I put my teeth together like that and my right side touches my before my left, 
I'm like, oh, fuck, well, that's one. And then i got to level <laughs> it out with the left one. Yeah. And then if that one doesn't ha- hit with as much pressure as what I imagine that one to hit on that one, then I've got to do it a little bit more to, like, put it onto that light just side about, of Just to balance it and out. Just always, yeah. And it just never ends. And then what? I'll go, this one's heavy, so then I'll touch these ones because I'll get to three on the inside ones here. And then I'll be like, well, now I'm at three. I've got to get two here and one in the middle. So then I'll go two, 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 one, one. I'll be like, one of the two is fucking heavier than the other one, so I've got to equal it out again. And then I've gone to three, so now I need to make that one four. Now I need to make need to make the little ones two. And wow. then hit one in the middle, and now I get to one, and then I'm cut, like kind of yep. done. Yeah, that's it, cool, dude. And it happens as well with surfing. Like, I always, like, paddle, and then I'll hit the side of my board, and then I'll be like, fuck, I've brushed that part, so now I've got to brush the other side. And then I'll go, like, <laughs> oh, I've brushed you it. And it sort of it happens on, like, a cycle. Yeah. I've had the teeth one. Yeah. Not a different set of numbers, but similar game of yeah. tapping either side to equalize. Yeah. And when I was surfing, if I brushed my arm, I'd have to brush the other side as well. It's a weird, it's, it's just that happens. thing about leveling it out. Yeah. Because then you feel like that happened on that side, yeah. that happens on that side. Sweet. For sure. But there's a big difference Level. between leveling yeah. and then thinking that there's like serious consequences to not leveling it. So yeah. In my mind, I'm like, that's annoying. I just want to fix it. But like... Oh, okay. You, yeah. No, mine was fear-based. That's like, yeah. If I don't weird. level this out, I'm going to eat by a shark. Yeah, yeah. Or my friend, Luke Watley, who's surfing is going to drown. Yeah, yeah. I better yeah. level this out. Yeah, mm. yeah That's yeah. where, yeah. But for some people, it's totally different. Like, for me, it was... Yeah, it's always been outcome-based. And... You know, have have like a lot of thoughts, but meditation and stuff helped me stop them being so intrusive. But for some people, the thoughts, they don't have much physical stuff. It's all like thoughts like of um, mm. violence and murder and stuff that they can't stop mm. the loop. But that is, and they think they're crazy, but it's OCD. It's like a obsessive loop of imagery. And what you have to do is not try to look at it. You know what I mean? Like if it's flashing in your mind, you need to like relax with it mm. and let it pass. It's that thing of like forcing it away that brings it back mm. and reinforces that it's... um Because it needs to go. Yeah. Once you, once you get rid of it, then it comes back and it just keeps... That's it. And it. I, I should point out... I, I'd, I shouldn't really need to point this out. It's obvious I'm not a clinical psychologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I know. This is just the shit I've read up on it because, you know, as soon as I found out of what was going on, I've... Got interested in it and tried yeah. to figure out more about Get it. On the WebMD. Yeah. So, so yeah. If anyone, I don't know how many people listen. Hi, Steph. Hi to our friends. <laughs> yeah. <again>. Many <laughs> of you are secretly <laughs> suffering yeah. from OCD. <laughs> Google it and don't listen to Dr. Craig. Yeah, <laughs> definitely do. Here that. for you if you need a chat. But guarantee, <laughs> like, even if there's, there would be a fraction of people listening that would definitely would have experienced it. Whether it's on that high level of like, you know, you're getting really fucked up yeah but it could happen and yeah. that's just one thing that can happen as well OCD it's like there'd be heaps of it because like you were saying it's like you would have felt it was a little bit superstitious to, to think you're OCD but like that's just one thing that you can think that it's a little bit woo woo but like there'd be heaps of other stuff that there's just like something wrong like some people like I always sometimes feel like there's thought thought patterns that I have or something that, like that I'm like that's not right but it's like probably just like a thing similar to OCD that you haven't addressed yet and you just don't understand it. Yeah. And then once you understand it, it's like, it's like, oh, okay, now I can work on it and, and get around it kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. And the more you learn about it and like staying up on it, like yeah. seeing the new techniques so and new things about it, mm. it's kind of interesting now. Like it's, mm. it's fucking super interesting. Yeah. And yeah, I'm guessing in terms of the like high pressure lifestyle and um, phone based life everyone's living, there's probably yeah. a lot more of that kicking mm. around so. way more anxiety yeah 
I mean, it's almost and a therefore more anxiety. Yeah. Based, uh, you know. Yeah, like and then stuff and going then on. Stuff blowing up, like they become crazy. Yeah. I mean, like it's almost a cliche now, but it's so obvious that like phones are, like, and it's so new. It's yeah. just happened, so it's like not really. I mean, it'll probably gel in with our DNA and like you know, you know, years and years and years down the track. But just neuralink it up. Yeah. <laughs> Get in on muscle. It's all happening yeah. so fast, I guess, but as well. Yeah. We're still trying to work out. It all at the same time as we're getting fed. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. But I think it's it's easy to forget that we still control our own pace. Mm. Like, yeah, you don't have to have notifications on. You don't have to have your phone with you at all times. You don't have to open six tabs at one time. It's, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's tempting it's to do it. But it's a habit thing, isn't it? But it beca- yeah, and it's because you follow the path of least resistance. Yeah. But totally. if, you, if you're able to slow yourself down and and think through yeah. a bit more of what you're doing and do things more intentionally you can mm. you can just use it as a tool for awesomeness mm. and it doesn't have to be a distraction machine yeah. for it's sure. so easy to just go for the dopamine hit when you just like just put it fucking yeah. down yeah exactly like, how do you how do you be disciplined when you're not disciplined in, like you almost got to like I reckon that comes back to just being disciplined in, in your life yeah. like eating like being you're pretty good at it mate I'm good at you something take a while to reply to my yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shocker with the blind no that's good that's, I'm saying it in a good way like yeah. you, yeah. you kind of switch but see that's another thing that's like one thing I'd, w- I'd want to be disciplined on hmm. replying to people nah it's, it's like I'm good not, I, think, I reckon you yeah. could you live in the moment quite a bit I reckon not as much as I'd like to. I'm not. I'm watching YouTube videos up. I'm not funny. It's just it's true. It's true. I think of it like OCD in a way. Is that like, it's the same thing. You need that pause button before you react. So it's like, if you're gonna check your phone again, it's kind of like if I don't put my shoes on the right way, and you have to stop and be like, I need to sit with that feeling, sure. the urge. Yeah. It's the same with a phone or with anything. It's like yeah. when you feel the urge yeah. to grab it. You need to slow down enough to notice the urge and then be like, how long can I Literally avoid that running. urge? For sure. And then yeah. it just slowly goes down, you know? And you can position yourself like in like just by learning how to look after yourself, which is so hard and I'm not very good at it. But if you're all really on top of your game, then you you're not as vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that's that. right. You can then you can then run your own race. Yeah. Like you, you can, can you can choose what you want from that the machine. Master of your own domain. Yeah. Yeah. You can do stuff based on when you want to do it instead of being impulsive. That's it. Because <laughs> fuck me, the impulses they they get, <laughs> they get the best they get again. <laughs> and it's sick to be a bit impulsive as well. But yeah. is at least knowing why and then you don't have to always be like that way if you don't want to. Yeah. Hey, you're doing dry July this month, mate. You're doing well. Am I no? <laughs> yeah. oh, you're not? No. Running a successful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> Something, right? What, what date is it today? The 11th? Yeah. 11 days, mate. Yeah. It's not even that I had a drink on the off Fuck. I'm trying to pump up your time. I'm serious. Yeah, you should just... just I'm just, just fucking... Just said, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all right, mate. That's all right. How you been, Shindy? Yeah, good, good. You haven't played any shows recently, so I've been a bit bored. Well, you didn't come to the nah, work I'd break be, up. Yeah, what was I doing? That was funny one, dude. Yeah. What do you got there, Goonie? Um, yeah, no, nah, I should have come. I heard there was an epic basketball game. Yeah, there was, dude. Yeah, we did um, 2v2s. Nice. At nice this, um, it was like a factory where the stage was and like work break-up party for Tommy's brother or whatever. And um, after the gig, like, we're just hanging around. They've got a basketball ring in the factory and then the, like a, just heaps of basketball. So we just had a couple of like, kept it casual at the start, you know, a couple of shots and whatever. And then like got pretty competitive pretty quickly and then like got... Teams of like two v twos, and then like the boss comes in, he's into it, and then like 
fucking working up a sweat with pain for like a good hour. It was hour, more fun than the gig. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually better than the gig. Yeah. Sick. It's um, it's re-sparked the fire for basketball for me. Ooh, yeah, I reckon at the end of it was like oh, just in time for the season to be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now's yeah, the time. Convenient. Yeah. How convenient! Yeah, <laughs> can do some pre-season training now. He's waiting for next winter to get into cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Out the back. We should mow that pitch in and get some get some overs in. Oh, there's so many yeah, things we need to do. Caught off <laughs> 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 trying to teach so how to play tennis. Did you know what we should do? So that's another tennis course. <laughs> domestic blah blah fucking tennis club yeah like basketball yes <laughs> yes we should just band v band that would be sick that would be so holy shit do a survey find out what everyone's favourite sport is condense yeah. it into like the most votes and then let's do it do you know what would be the that best be mismatch in that whole thing though would be Wes Theberton who has seven players yes. and Teenage Jones <laughs> who have two players yeah, yeah, if it's yeah, band yeah. versus band maybe we'll do like table tennis <laughs> seven on two <laughs> basketball yeah, you, could, you, yeah. could, you could have like I don't know, maybe you guys and, like, TNGs could combine to make five players and then West Deb gets subs. Isn't it five on a basketball court? Five. Five, But you don't yeah, have to play yeah. five. You can do it in, like, three, two three, three, two. And yeah. yeah, that would be super fun. Yes. But is um, are you teaching surf tennis because of um, Wimbledon being on at the moment? Is that fine nah, enough? We, we, well, maybe a little bit, but, like, we've been talking about it for yonks, so... Tennis nice. is a good one. Yeah. Especially for couples, because it's, yeah. it's just UV, so... I'm a horrible coach, so... I wonder how much the... But it's been fun. Like, yeah. Rebel Sports and stuff jacks up the price of tennis rackets and tennis balls every time the Australian Open comes around. Yeah. What would you do? Oh, yeah. Whose phone's that? Let it go. Whose phone is that? That's my it's phone. Good. That was a video. Oh, I'm a quick slash. Yeah, well, it could be time to wrap it up, maybe, I guess. Oh, I want to ask you guys some questions. Oh, okay. It's going to be a cut, so... Oh, so we have a chat. Keep it rolling. How's your day, man? How's your day? Dave. You lift a couple of trusses? Fuck, dude, honestly. On your shoulder? I'm wrecked. It was like Scott's a... Scott's a chippy, by the way, qualified. If you ever need some work around the house, he's your man. <laughs> <laughs> you can fix a door. <laughs> fix a heart. I can do a bit of stuff, but... um, Yeah, no. Nah. Dude, I woke up at... Five, had a shock and sleep. Like got to sleep like one, maybe. One what were you 30. doing? Well, it was after the gig, dude. Remember? Oh, you right. dropped me home. Yeah, I remember now. And I got home. Uh, we went to sleep. We went to Macca's. Don't forget that. Went to Macca's. Cheeseburger hash browns. Two of them. What's your so order? not really big. Oh, here I've go. got a bit of a custom build online. Yeah. Go. I go the um, straight up large cheeseburger meal, but. No meat and then a hash brown. Yep. And then also thrown in extra cheeseburger with a hash brown. Huge. And orange juice for the drink, usually. Extra cheeseburger with meat and a hash brown, or both no nah, meat? Nah, uh, no meat, both no meat yep. and hashy. Thanks, Benny. Macca's meals. Me and Timmy were rocking the Kid Leroy meal for a while. Oh, oh yeah? How yeah. was it? It's really good. It was, it was the same as my usual order, but cheaper. Except he had a couple little tweaks, but I could swap them out. But So Kid Leroy was rocking a... Large cheeseburger meal with a frozen Coke yeah. and a six nuggets with barbecue sauce. Huh. So I normally go large cheese, soda water. That's strange, but go on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll wear that. That's uh, good as. And I go sweet and sour instead. Also, I heard from um, uh, an awesome person named Kate Lawrence who works at Domestic okay. Lala and Unified. Oh, yeah, yeah. She told me that there are new McDonald's sauces coming out. Dude, oh, I actually got one today. Wow. Oh, 
They're out. Yeah, so it's Tim, like, if you're listening to this, we're going to go to McDonald's and try the sauces. Tim, we're going to McDonald's. So I don't know much about it, but it's called Sichuan or something like that. Sichuan. Oh, Sichuan. It's a Rick and Morty thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I heard there was a Sichuan and maybe like a Dijonese. Kind yeah, 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 Dijonese. Oh, shit. And then there's two more they haven't announced yet. Dude, I love so it. Love Pretty G'd up. The Rick and Morty creators were like, you had this on special, it's the best sauce ever. And they literally wielded back. Are, are we, <laughs> What's your favourite sauce? That's what we're doing. Oh, you're doing that. No, What's your favourite so, sauce? Let's go to Macca's after this. Oh, I've had it last night. Yeah. But I'll do it again. Fuck it. Favourite sauce? <laughs> One. Let's eat in. Yeah, let's eat in together. Yeah. Yep. Dude, let's go have four <laughs> dollars. Let's go eat in at Macca. Uh, when's let's the last time you did that? Uh, a lot. That's my that. um <laughs> on the way. When it's oh, like the me and Steph's anniversary or my birthday, so we eat in at Macca's. <laughs> it's a good place, that's man. What we like to do. Good restaurant. Oh, that's awesome. I love Macca's. I'm such a sucker for it, man. The smell of the chips is like. Hard to, hard to go by. That's right, it's been there for like the best and worst times of my life. It's always yeah. been there for me. You know, if I feel yeah. sad, I'll go to Macca's. If I'm feeling great, I'll go to Macca's. Mm. Dude, I get PTSD when I'm um, like ordering <laughs> stuff and hear that <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> 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 when the I used chip to cooker? work there, dude. Oh, 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 yeah. Anything I reckon? Probably my first job, I think. Like first legit job. That was a shocker of a spot And your last. And I was like, opened up on the... On the fryer, like on the fucking chicken nuggets and the chicken and stuff like that, Open and I was, took my job pretty seriously because like I do, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, <laughs> as you do, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I remember like that that shit used to wig me out. Like I'd work whatever an hour shift and then like come home and I remember sleeping, trying to sleep, and he'd like the beep beep beep, and it would be getting me. And now I go back to the shop and I hear it, and I'm like, and that it brings you straight on. back. Isn't that yeah. funny how like you work at a place for so long and then you quit and then you just have dreams about that workplace. Dude. For like the next four years. Oh, here's a funny one. I used to build swimming pools, and I had a dream last week that I built a swimming pool with tids. Oh, really? yeah, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Awesome! Yeah. awesome. <laughs> seems like he'd build a good pool. He, yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, he builds a good Macca's meal too. He would. Yeah. He would. Yeah, man. I've seen him cooking on Instagram, and he looks like he cooks his own Macca's at home. And also, when he goes to Macca's, he's got an awesome tweak on like. He orders steamed buns on things and oh, switches up the patties. Like, yeah. steam, but like they literally just steam the bun. Yeah. What, it's huh? like, yeah, I don't know. He's got, he, you'll have to um, re-ask him in real life. He's got the full <laughs> method down. Yeah, the steam bun. buns yeah. freaked me out a bit always. <laughs> it's like it's the soggy? F- soggy, like the fillet of fish, you know, that burger? Yeah. Never understood why anybody would want that. I was the same. Mm. But the some cunts love it. Like, I love <laughs> I'd like They're the same people cunt. like Turkish Delight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. love Turkish Delight. Dude. Oh, like, you're a filet fish man. I am like to do like, you know, the favourites boxes and they've got yeah. like all the shit. Yeah. Me and my dad just like Turkish Delights. We just fucking get them out yeah. early and then just store them. So I do that with Moro. I'd get the Moro bars are good, out. They're good, yeah. Yeah, they're super They're like tasty. V-grade Mars bars. Like yeah, that. that's... <laughs> like, the thing was, when I, when I was a kid in New Zealand, they had Moro bars, the full-size ones like more popular than Mars bars so I used to always get them like my Nana would buy me Moro bars I think they're it's just Cadbury but like for some reason they popped off in New Zealand (laughs) and so I used to always get an L&P which is like their solo and a Moro bar and so then when they finally showed up in favourites, I was like, yes, Moro bar. <laughs> yeah, dude. Does it bring you but back? But everyone who wanted a Mars felt ripped off. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You can get you Mars get everywhere. You get used to it. Yeah. Just, like, I, I was eating Moros and I'm like, yeah, fair enough. You, just, you accept it. I'm yeah. Like, I just, I just wish they had them like they do Snickers and Mars bars at a servo here. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I one... feel like the, the favourites boxes like, aren't really the favourites, though. 
Yeah, well, the undeserving one in there. The favourites are gone. Like the old god. People obviously get the good ones. Yeah. What's what's the what's the one that's always left over? Dairy milk. Turkish delight. No. That's a top. That's good. There's the facts. No, honestly, the straight up chocolate dairy milk plain Jane. That's oh, that's alright. I really like the like. Picnic yeah. bars. Yeah, it's green. Yeah, it's green. Good man. <laughs> Speaking the truth. Picnic bars don't, I reckon, are first to go. What, what I love them. Thoughts, I reckon they're about the first. Old gold? Oh, oh old gold. gold's probably last man. I reckon that's yeah. probably mm. last on the list. Yeah. What is that? That's not OG favourites, though, <laughs> is it? Question. That's like a se- the secondary well, style like of favourites. The last favourite, is it? It was like Queen Greatest Hits 2. It was yeah. the one that had like old gold. Yeah, and but that, that's what I'm saying. The current lineup, it's trash. Huge. That's well, huge. That's heavy. I know. Uh, what would you get in there, Shindy? Well, it's got old gold in it. It's got a fucking picnic. And it's got just like shit. Picnic's like really good. Do you know love picnic? No. Yeah, picnic's good. It's a unique bar for Snickers, sure. Snickers no. clutch. Nah. Yeah. If they had Kit Kats in there, like they had, if they do, the they should company, do it. Yeah, I know, but they should do a love Kit Kats. Love Kit Kats. Yeah. My favorite chocolate bar in general is Toblerone. Oh, oh dude, dude. How ultimate. Good is it when your parents come man. home from the airport, like bring you. Dude, those, <laughs> those giant <laughs> ones. It's like eating like, like an ancient pyramid. Yeah, you hurt your teeth sometimes going on the top. But then there's also when they're those big ones, you like push them back kind of and they snap. <laughs> and then sometimes yes. you get the hook yeah. and you like bite the hook off before you go to the you know what I mean like yeah, the dude. joiner yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. get the hook and it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh I've been robbed what was everyone's dad's favourite chocolate it was always the chocolate that you didn't want to have I remember dad would always bring home fruit and nut like a Cadbury block and that was just <laughs> like oh uh, Dad loved a milky bar, so I was always happy about that. Yeah. But he cleared on pretty quickly that I didn't like trail mix, yeah. so he started eating heaps of trail mix. Trail mix is actually not that bad. My like dad's it, always been into like honeycomb, yeah. like oh, the yeah. crunchy or yeah. that kind of stuff. Violet crumble. crumble. Dude, yeah. they're underrated or just, as fuck. Just like a local, I don't know, chocolate guy that just does big blocks of it. Yeah. Yeah. You could get some, yeah, like the custom ones, you know? Yeah, you know, and they just got like a clear bag with like a printed sticker on it. Yeah. You know, those kind of yeah. chocolate yeah. ones. Market like stuff. Leo's and stuff. I've been working at the Queen Vic Market and it's on on like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. But one thing that, that I've fell off my radar and just recently came back on are poffages. Uh, Dude, like, <coughs> they are so good. Hang on, what? Poffages. Poffages. The little things? That big and then they just sprinkle um, icing sugar all over Have, You've I think I've eaten them. I don't maple think I've ever heard the word poffage before. Every yeah. farmer's market ever serves them. Yeah. Cool. And they are... Amazing. I think I've just always called them mini pancakes yeah, or something. You know right. the ones when they just flip them over? Like the Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Unreal, dude. You get like with the... Yum. The, the icing sugar and a bit of lemon. I thought you were yeah, going to say churros because they got them at the Queen Market as well. Churros yeah. But, you know... They're a bit of a rock star in the donut world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not really underrated. They're perfectly rated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of underrated, I want I want to talk to you guys about us. Yes, about divers. <laughs> my That's hilarious. my favorite song. No shit. My favorite song in the last ten years is "Feed Me." Really? Yep. From any band, and I've listened to a lot of Dream Theater. Yeah. <laughs> and you still beat them. Like that song is fucking unreal. Um, what? Ha- how did you write it? What happened? How did it go down? Dude, well, Benny, we, we argue about this all the time. Don't we? <laughs> no, we don't argue. It's pretty clear cut. 
it, you know that riff? I'm pretty sure Benny was playing that on guitar originally. And it was like me, Granny, and Benny at my place. And I don't know, we were just fucking around. That riff fucking said enough. And then from yeah. there, it like. It started on guitar first, though. Oh, yeah. Because it was just played on guitar, and then we just brought out the. The, 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 the right notes I suppose Tom showed me that really early version of it that was like really noisy and like your voice isn't it was like it really was like one of the oh, first really like slow. real like noisy rock yeah, songs that really we had different. going yeah. Yeah. because we just um, have you still got that you should check that like, just the, the structure of it is really clever and um, I just love all the vocal layers and the guitar layers like even in that part like just before the final chorus when it's going like doodle 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 the solo was that yeah that came in later too and then that was an afterthought yeah you know the ah ah like those backing vocals in the last chorus like that was Kyle he was just like send just put as much shit in there oh he put that on amazing yeah shout out Kyle well Kyle Kyle shout him out he's done an amazing job yeah because just, he's where he's pawns basically yeah, yeah. well like my f- <laughs> I think my favourite thing about your band is when I listen to it I get pulled into the divers world the like diver. every song has got like an atmosphere and a mood mm. that is in like distinctive to each song but across the whole board it all feels like divers and that song in particular is like the coolest portal hole of yeah, well, it's got that pop. Yeah. It's just intense. It feels it's amazing. Intense, yeah. And the lyrics are really great. And um, just that good for you. And then the oh, do, 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 do. Like, it's just <laughs> such a great song. It's <laughs> such a good song. I think that's when we realised that um, the key of A was really... Pe- and then you were singing up in that register. That was, like, your peak. And then we worked out... I can't know, hit it all the time. Yeah, yeah, basically... <laughs> That's yeah, a good lesson. But it's still like when you nail it, you can nail it. Oh man! Yeah. But uh, but it's that's why that's why I reckon that song, like we were talking about, having it like a lot of moments in the song that are random and they're like you don't know if you're gonna what you're gonna do because it sort of keeps you on your toes. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that song is literally I know in, I know exactly where it sits in the set and I'm scared of it and I know when it, whenever it comes around I'm like fuck am I gonna be able to sing it? And like you can sort of gauge off like just from other songs prior whether yeah. you're gonna be able to sing it. But I know if I'm not on, I'm like fuck what am I gonna do for that for that? Cause, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like probably the part. That most people would would be like, oh, is he gonna is he gonna hit the note? And then like when the note hits, and I'm like, don't hit don't hit it. It's a not crash and burn, but it's very jarring. And I've got to figure out a way to not to make to not make it jarring to, to like actually sing it properly every single time. Yeah. We knocked it down to the key of G, but it didn't hit the same. So we knocked it down one, but it just wasn't. Remember that? Mm. Yeah. It just didn't have the same effects. And you got to tune it. You got to tune it. It's fucking oh, annoying. Oh, and that's right. The bass that we had to drop, drop the bass down to, to play it because you run out of scale. Can you just capo it or something? <clears throat> or did you just go half a step down overall? I think we went. It'd be. We went full step. It's got a pedal note on the A, so you, you got to actually detune the whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problematic it thing. Work. But it, it fucking slaps, though. When we decided A was good and then we rolled it. Yeah, the there was like a s- tiny period where Ben was like. I don't think I can sing it. And we put it down in G, just like on Logic Pro. You know how you can change the yeah, key? Yeah. So it's like, wasn't too much of a thing. And then sussed it out and was like, was, it was all right, but it wasn't the same. We lost yeah. something. So we're like, 
and then we like chilled on it for maybe a month or so and then like came back and then Benny just sang it like dude I knew you could sing it like we were just like yeah there it is and it's just straight back in there and then we recorded it bada bing bada boom yeah mm. but there's good I, days and there's bad days I just go half just tune half a step down mm. oh, it's amazing how saying, much that oh, will okay, yeah. play everything the same just tune all your guitars half a step down yeah, for that yeah. song it's amazing how much just that half a step will give you that extra bit that you because you're almost you're, you're there Mm. It'll just make yeah. it a little more comfy oh, for you. Yeah. And it won't be so far down that it feels like a different song. Yeah. Half a step. Just go half a step. Go to E flat. It's just going to be yeah. funny as everybody like just come up to songs like one second. Everybody's just on the tuner just fucking smashing it. Yeah. Down and then there. tune it back again, which is a problem. Um, yeah, that's your I'm kind of scared of that. Mm. Like there's two separate times. Like I don't even tune I, my guitar at all. Every set I'm like. But, but so. <laughs> yeah. I, so you guys won't you won't tune, but you'll swap instruments across the stage. Because then they minutes. tune it, and then you get it back, and it's tuned. Just tune it down. It'll it, that song rules, <coughs> and it'll make it easier. Yeah, it needs to go. It definitely needs yeah. to go down. Um, yeah, I reckon maybe if we just did like even bring in because we got a few guitars, we could just bring an extra guitar yeah, tune to E flat. Yeah, yeah. and then we have two guitars, and it's just the bass that has to swap, and then the guitars can jam with the drums or some shit while there's awkward sounds. That's up. it. There's also those pedals you can get that detune everything. Yeah. Dude, yeah, this thing here. Oh. It's one called the drop. Have you... You got yeah, that? It's nah. a lot simpler. This is not really what we're talking about, but... It's it, an effects thing, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's right. like a fucking weird yeah. thing. It's kind of cool, though. It's like the radio head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Just waiting to coming. drop it. Yeah. No, it's called um, the drop. Pedal's called the drop. Yeah. And you just yeah. push a button and it detunes everything. You don't have to tune. It just that's actually handy. That is super too. handy. Yeah. yeah, I'd almost cop that. Uh, just chuck it in the board. I got plenty of room, guys. Uh, tune down yeah. first and jam on it and see how it feels, and then get the pedals. Yeah, yeah. and maybe slowing it down just fractions while you're saying. Yeah, bass pedals. It's called bass pedals. Bass pedals. The ones I have currently are a tuner yeah. and a sans amp, and that's it. What's that? A tuna, yeah, it's a fish. Um, <laughs> happens every Tuesday. On hey. um, yeah, but um, ask me anything, man. I've owned literally every single bass pedal known to human life. What sort of bass? Fizzy or gurgly? Uh, fizzy. We got one, didn't we? We bought a no, fuzz. We don't even use it. No, it's a fuzz. We need an overdrive. Yeah, same fucking. So thing. I would say That's fuzz right. is fizzy. Um, so you're looking for more like, like dirt, like, like, like Blink-182? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll get a sans amp. True. That's the string noise, the gurgle yeah. sound. That's yeah. almost yeah. like a dirty piano string kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get a sans amp. on that, but I don't know if you want to start changing. Sorry. I'm pointing to a Fender Rumble right now. But yeah. I don't think you want to start pressing different buttons on your <clears throat> amp while you're playing. Did the overdrive the overdrive channel on that is sick? I was playing. It with the just other depends. Day. Like, I mean, you're not going to take the Fender Rumble with you to Queensland when you play there, so you should probably have a foot solution. Good True. A smart man. Get a Sans amp. Because it's a great sound, and we're just running like straight bass tone. And it'd be, yep. you know, when we're talking about uh, what he's talking about, about dynamics, I think like punch on, punch off, verse, chorus kind of stuff. Yep. Could, uh, lift the uh, percentage. That's it. That's it. Sands amp. Yep. Sands amp. Sandler. Go. Adam. I'll show you the one I've got. <laughs> yeah, kind of go. Type in. Oh, Sands amp. <laughs> <laughs> Sands amp. Where's your mouse? Adam. Oh, yeah. Sands. 
far right. Lotus up in here. <laughs> in the search bar. Yeah. Uh, you want to sins and check 21 BDDI programmable. Yeah, another thing I was going to chat to you about, actually. So this one is... <laughs> oh, fuck, I've typed it like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this fucker is um three... So it's... All analog circuitry, mm -hmm. but a digital recall. So you've got your EQ up the top, and you can set it for. So you set it across there, right? And then you, you can have save your own presets. So you can have like a super distorted one, a super clean one, oh. and then a clean boost. <coughs> gotcha. And you just tap on them, but and you just dial it in yourself, and then double click, and it saves it. That's, that's that's so it's like ver I've got my verse tone, I've got my things have gotten quiet tone, then and I've got my loud distorted tone, yeah. and, and it's three pedals in one. And that's like, is that a little bit of a trick to your dynamics in your set? Or Big time. Well, there's no, there's no more guitarists now. Yeah. So every chorus, I flick on, and I just expand the bass at the bottom end. Yeah. So it feels like it got louder and heavier, but it doesn't increase too much in volume. Perceive volume at just girth yeah. for choruses behind. And then I've got a, a similar thing with a bit of teeth on it for when Tim's doing a solo. So it kind of sounds like the bass and also a rhythm guitar playing underneath the solo. Yeah. But also, we recorded All the Rage and um, this new, whole new EP using just that pedal as the bass amp. True. Do you DI No, that pedal is a. Um, it's an. Uh, Ampeg SVT emulator. Oh. What's that? So it's like got a cabinet simulator and it's like a... You mean there's like a plug-in for it? No, no, it's, it's all analog, like but it's modelled on... The tone of it is modelled on an SVT. So you could take that to your gig and DI into a box. Absolutely. So if you take if you buy one of them and the, there's no bass amp at the venue, you can just run that wow. straight to front at, straight at the front. Isn't that what you guys do now? Like you don't. We're still allowed to push air, um, but is that good for you on stage? Yeah. Well, obviously, it's but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I love it, and um, those things are built like fucking tanks, man, and they've got a fair bit of distortion on them. <clears throat> yeah. The other thing I was going to ask you is, um, I've noticed like through my Vox and through that Epiphone that I've got which has the new, the different pickups in it. I'm getting like a tone that I really, really like, literally just guitar and amp. Yep. And I was thinking about trying to step it up because I've got new pickups in it and I reckon that's leveled up the sound of the, of the guitar. Yeah. But now I'm thinking about modern amp. I'm like okay. trying to go to like the next level. But the, the distortion sound that comes through the, um, the preamps on the, on the amp is grouse. Yeah. But now I'm thinking like this pedal that I've got, which is an overdrive, maybe doesn't work well with that because then it just throws it way off into the deep end and it turns it into like heavy distorted. Yeah. But I was thinking um, of going to Deluxe and just going through all the pedals. But through amps, I don't know if you know anything about speakers, like whether, because I've been reading that there's like different frequency responses to different speakers and yeah. stuff. And <clears throat> maybe I need speakers in there that don't have as much high end in them. Or like, and if there's like a crispier sounding speaker that makes the sound of it just sound fucking nicer. Yeah, I, I think the fundamentals of that Vox amp are going to be ingrained no matter what speaker. Yeah, okay. But what you're talking about is like the actual tonal qualities of yeah. the voicing of that amp. You know what I mean? So like yeah. when it gets slammed hard with an overdrive, I think you could experiment with more, 
with overdrives that are more transparent, the add gain, but don't add their own coloring yeah, with okay. the gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that might help if you just want the the overdrive channel signal you've got at the moment, but on steroids. Yeah. I would do that, or even just hit it with a volume boost. Yeah. And no overdrive, just like slam it into the front with volume. Yeah. Uh, that might also kick it into hotter territory. Um, but I've been doing that with a compressor. Yeah. I've just been, but I've got to learn how to use it properly because I think sometimes I overcompress it and then it just loses the dynamics. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, exactly. And it also brings up overtones. It brings up every overtone Yeah. at once. So like maybe what you really like about a Vox, what I like about it is like the low mid cut on it is really sharp and awesome. But then if you're compressing it, you're getting bass, low mid, high mid, sure. and high all coming up at the same time. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So all so the frequencies come up. Yeah. yeah. Good and bad are all squashed together. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then brought to the front. Yeah. So, like, if you're running an, a compressor like that, I would then have an EQ after it to pull out the shit that I don't like. So I'm bringing forward all <coughs> the good shit and I'm cutting out the, the garbage. But then all of a sudden you got all these pedals just to make sure that your compressor works. Yeah. When you could just use a volume pedal or yeah, a yeah. more clean yeah. thing. Does so are you looking for more volume? Are you looking for more distortion? Honestly, Or more sustain? Improving it. Like I just want to make it... Because I like how... I love the sound of it. Yes. Yeah. But I don't like how it's so... Um, it's not like so much generic, but it's just like... I want there to be something cool about it that makes it unique. Yep. Um, and I, it's like the, like that sound mixed with the chorus, but it just sounds like an eighties sort of like yeah. like Van Halen sort of sound. But I like that. But yeah. I'm like, but like I, I love I right love the sound music. of your amp. Yeah. I love it. I'm, I really like it as well. But I'm just trying to get like I don't know, trying to improve it, step it up a little bit more. Get an get an EQ pedal, ten band EQ pedal. Yeah. Dude, there's an um, overdrive. I'll show you it after. Yeah. That's got comes with an EQ, but it's got like what yours was doing, where it, and it it changes the the fader. So awesome. it's got like all the different EQs on it. Bang the overdrive on, and then it has presets. So you click through it, and then it goes, and it presets. Awesome, it. awesome. Yeah. Get one. Get get that. Yeah. Or get something with with frequency bands on it, because if you're using, you can EQ on the amp, obviously, but it's not as precise as like mm. I want 4K exactly. out of this amp. Yeah. But I want everything else there, because when it does that, it goes. Four and a half to two, yeah, two and a half yeah, to four yeah. K, four and a half to eight K. And it K, bends literally. it down yeah. as it goes, and more. Yeah, and everything gets fucking fucked around with. So. Yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on my amp? Because I've been thinking lately that it's not thick enough. Because I'm using fifteen watts. Have you noticed anything like that when we're playing? Like I've kind of got like a thin sound that's not coming through in the bottom end, or has it been alright? I haven't noticed it yeah. to be honest. Well, that's good. But I think. Um, no, I haven't. I honestly haven't noticed. That's good. But like I would always go slightly bigger than that, just to yeah. like so if I was playing combo as a guitarist, I'd always want two speakers in it. <coughs> Dude, and you've got a do you've got a blue um the the, the twin deluxe twin reverb, twin reverb, and that's just like too like, loud though, man. But he just yeah, needs yeah. the right pedals with it. I noticed the um like um, it's got no, um get a tone master deluxe. Those that's the Fender. Deluxe, right? Two by twelve, but it's the new Tone Master version, so it's looks exactly the same. It sounds fucking amazing, but it's Fender's digital modeled version. Yeah. So it's light as fuck. Sure. Because like carrying that twin around is yeah, a recipe yeah, for that, back that pain. Was, that was a 
yeah. Like yeah. Man, Mate, I've Steph's got one of these, and I honestly I've spent a lot of time in rooms with deluxes. I can't tell the difference mm. between those two amps, but. Steph and I can both easily pick it up with one hand and put it in her car. That's unreal. Like, it's as light as carrying a pedal board. Yeah. Yeah. But it's as loud as fuck. And it sounds unreal. I guess it's just all these little things that you want to, like, try and tweak and then just so everything out the front just got more depth. It's like a thing... Well, you just want to be an awesome sounding band and then so the sound guy doesn't have to make you sound great. Mm. You just sound great as a band and all they do is amplify it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And that just comes yeah. with good gear and good playing. I reckon uh, as well, if you were to go to Deluxe, bring the twin and your guitar and a couple of different guitars yeah. and then just fucking grab some o- overdrives and then really go to town on like the characters, like the nice, the sounds look that you want because then that, over- then that um, your amp would sound really good. Yeah. But it's just the, the sulfur is shit. Like it's not shit. It's just low. It's just like too low yeah, fi yeah. for it. Yeah, I was looking at yeah. uh, Blue Strava. You know, Blue Strava. <sighs> yeah. Think yeah. Soul yeah, food versus Blue Strava. Blue Strava. Blue Strava. Like yeah. Get the Wisercraft Blue Strava as well. Oh, okay, yeah. It's got the second setting on it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's, and the new settings that. better. Gotta do that ASAP and sub the Soul yeah. Food. Soul Food's just. I use it mainly as a booster now because mm. it's got the volume on it. Um, and then I've been using the DS1. DS1. Mm-hmm. A bit more because my strat actually takes it. It's because yep. my amp's so small, it doesn't take the distortion very well. Because yep. like if there, there's already a lot of fucking Enough. not much headroom, and then you slap a distortion on top of that, and it's just you barely get it. But the strat, because it's so hot, it's actually kind of totally, yeah, totally. I I just think rolling out with a Fend Twin, like. It's just because I've got it. Yeah, so you're ultimately, a, you're going to be a, way louder than everyone else on yeah, the stage. Yeah. Everything you do will be the loudest thing on the stage. Maybe. And that's not always your role. It'd be sick when you're doing your solos and stuff, but for the rest of the time when you're locking it down, yeah. you'll be washing out your your amp yeah. and the synth and everything because they're just so fucking loud. Yeah, they yeah. Are. yeah. Dude, we have that problem, I reckon, with the box. I reckon, like, we've started moving around on the stage a bit like we used to set up Benny on the left Green in the middle me on the right mm-hmm. and now Benny's in the middle I'm on the left Green's on the right but I'm kicking behind Ben's box yep and I'm playing the synth playing Greeny's guitar through his amp on his fucking side yeah you yep. can't hear it so I'm like chilling over here hearing everything Ben's got and then like can't really hear heaps of what I'm playing but you can kind of get enough of it and then like the bass is over there so everything's just like Whack! This is yeah. such a I think that's just a problem we're gonna have because we swap, move around. Because like mm. usually you'd play in front of your amp and stuff. And usually, yeah. yeah. Or the fallback, yeah. It's yeah. But that's where the fallbacks have to be equal. Because we, instead of it being like pumping your own sound and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. you gotta you gotta yeah. move across gotta, to someone yeah. else's yeah. sound. You gotta yeah. be able to have like a real good balance on that. Yeah, mm. I do that as well. Like when I'm talking to the soundy, I'm like, yep, just smash me in my fallback, and I'm getting like heaps of my synth or guitar, whatever, and then. <clears throat> and then I move over that side, then Greeny cops it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. No, yeah. I forget about it. Sometimes yeah. you straight up just cannot hear the bass. Like I go, I go into some positions and I'm like, fuck, I can't. Yeah, I can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. and it's like there's nothing. It's nothing wrong. It's just like, yeah, it's just where I am. I just yeah. can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> or like my amp's blaring way too loud, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a challenge, dude. Mm. Even like playing. Um, yeah, well, yeah. AC thirty and um, Fender Twin are like the two loudest combo amps on the planet. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah. Awesome for stadiums and shit. Like they're that, <laughs> li- they're fucking that loud, man. Not for gas yeah. Stations. Yeah. A hot rod would be good, maybe. Yeah, I'm telling you, hot rods and deluxes. Man, mm. That's the shit. Yeah. Uh, hot rods. It's the perfect up. mix between lo-fi and hi-fi. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm terrified of. Did you? I can't. I can't. Dude. Off, I can't <laughs> Just go, go to a shop and play one. And then tell me what you reckon. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. It sounds yeah. unreal. What do you guys do when you go, like, track them back to when you're in the Bennies and you went to overseas? Like, how do you, what do you do for gear? Like, do you just have, no, you just know what stuff you're going to get and rent it over there? Or do you bring all your gear over with you? Or? It depended on how officially we'd sorted the tour. Yeah. So, um, the first time we went to Japan, we had to pretend that we were traveling. So we flew on separate flights because they're really hot. They were really hot on really? visas, wow. and we couldn't carry any instruments. So we just bought gear there. So is it, is it um, working visa when you? Yeah, and then uh, when we went to America, we bought gear there because we were weren't on visas. <laughs> That's funny, as did you do that? So? <laughs> uh, but then when we went to like UK and Europe and stuff, and we're on like proper festivals, and yeah. um, we flew over with our own gear. Yeah, but no, like. I used to carry, like, I've got a Mark bass head that I would just fly with that would just fit in my pedal board case and then just my bass and my head like that. So you take your bass, <coughs> you take your pedal board and then rent the amp? Well, yeah, oh. most of the places would just have a cab. A cab, They would just yeah. borrow someone. <coughs> yeah, so, yeah, everyone was kind of like a drummer in a sense. You know, yeah. you just take, like, your cymbal and snare equivalent yeah. with gotcha. you. <coughs> side note, like, everything else in Japan, how cool are the guitar shops? Oh, I didn't get any. Insane. Oh, yeah, Insane. So it's like, it's like full, yeah. crammed into one spot. And it's just Man. like, it's just like. Get in the elevator and go up to like six floors of different guitar stuff. Oh, no, and there's like a whole precinct of guitar shops in it. That's, that's why I bought, I bought a, uh, after I came back from Japan, I bought a black Jazzmaster. Oh. And mm, delicious. I loved the look mm. of it, but I didn't like the sound. I ended up getting rid of it, which... I wish I maybe just hung onto it, but um. No, nah, I reckon you made the right move because you got the um. What did you get in replacement? What the telly? No, the the profit. Rev two, yeah. Bought a profit rev two, and that thing that lives in the living room now. Sick. <laughs> coolest thing ever. That's clutch. I think that's got like how many pressures do you reckon that has? It's like. It's got a lot. And then you edit them, and it's like you go right down the rabbit hole with it. That that that's probably worth. Yeah, that was a good switch from the guitar. Guitar has only got one sound since he got. Yeah, mm. yeah, massive. But, um, but yeah, man, Japan is the greatest. And like every venue had um had full backline in there, like Marshall stacks, like everything. So you did a tour around Japan. We did four tours of Japan. Far out. Tokyo or other places or yeah, other places like all over. Kyoto, basically. Yep. Like, yep. True, dude. You must have been popping off heaps of Japan. places, man. Like. It was All the shows so much fun. Japan's just, just a, fun to play. A wild mix. Yeah, some of them were really like crazy and big and, and some weren't. Like, oh, yeah. They go out on weeknights and they just right. fucking love it. They're like, here, you're from like, another country and they're just like all about it. Like, really? The first time we played there, we, we didn't get home before daylight for yeah, a week. That's unreal. <laughs> and uh, honestly, we weren't even trying to like, let's party, yeah. let's stay out all night. It just, the time just flew. Yeah. Like, you play the show and then afterwards, and it would start at like 10 p.m. Yeah. So you're finishing at 1 from your set or whatever and then the bands were really lovely and what they'd do is each hometown the guy who put on the show would take 
the traveling bands out for a meal to a restaurant nearby that they That's sick. recommended or whatever. Japanese people. Are and so, you know, you pack, the show sure. finishes at one, you pack down for an hour, so it's two o'clock, you go get some food. Then you have some sake and a few beers, you know, and all of a sudden from like 3 till 6 a.m., yeah. it's just like that wind down hanging out period. That's when the night kind of starts. Yeah, yeah. And then you're just like, oh, I better go home. And you open the door like, it happened again. Yeah. <laughs> it's daylight again. Fuck. You know? That's so But yes, yeah, best place in the world. All right. That's hands down everywhere I've been. Japan number one. Yep. Yeah. Japan's yeah. awesome. How Japan's did you guys cool. like break Japan? Well, I don't think we ever broke it or anything, but, um, <laughs> but like, the, how we got there was we played uh, a live to air on PBS FM on a Tuesday night at like 11.30 p.m. or something, and there was like four people listening outside of our friends and family, and um, we were called Madonna at the time still, mm. and one of the people listening was a guy who brought Japan, uh, Japanese punk bands to Australia. And he heard our band and thought it was good and called up the radio station DJ guy and was like, who's that band? Are they still there? Can you put them on the phone? I want to talk to him about going to Japan. That is and we were like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, so... Um, that's so good. Who's that's like still so Who early on too. That's yeah, like, so his name was Tim. And um, yeah, he used to run a company called Bridge Sounds Presents. And... Um, yeah, he brought out a band called Doing Life from Japan, who were totally epic three-piece punk rock band. And we toured, did some shows with them in Australia, and then we toured with them in Japan. And then we met a bunch of other bands through them and went back, just kept going back. Yeah. Dude, I'd love to go there. Did you Even go if there's three people, I'd be there. For sure. Did you go from, like, Japan and then go over to the UK and then go to, like... Or was it always... The first time we went from Japan to Singapore... And um, Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. Because we had an old mate in a band called The Sons who were from Singapore and they uh, ended up losing their visas and one of them had to go back and live in Singapore again. So we thought we'll go and play shows with his band in (laughs) Singapore. And that ended up being fucking wild. Yeah. Like um, one night in Singapore... (laughs) <laughs> there was um that's the start of every good story oh dear <laughs> there was a um, we played at this venue uh in a shopping mall and um the guy who organized it was the guy who used to get drugs for no effects when they went through singapore yeah and so it was a great fit for our band at the time yeah <laughs> and so we played the gig there and then uh, we all had a few too many drinks, uh, in particular, uh, my good friend Anthony Horgan, singer <laughs> of the Bennies, and um, he was um, cruising through the venue, and I th- he either was dancing on a table or he tripped on a table, depending on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow he fell onto a table and smashed all the drinks that were on it, and it went all over the people sitting at the table. And it turns out one of the guys at the table was someone you shouldn't have spilled a drink on. Oh, no. And so we didn't know, right? Jack so Jack. anyway, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, craking it up, couple of beers, keeping <laughs> things chill, having a good time, not falling on any table. And the promoter comes up to me and he's like, we need to go now, oh, right now. Where are the other guys? I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, like trying to find those guys. So anyway, 
We get dragged outside, thrown into the van, and we're just hooning off. And there's these dudes on motorbikes standing out the front, revving them, just like staring down the van as we're leaving. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And it turns out Auntie fell onto the table of a Yakuza yeah, mafia yeah. guy fuck, yeah. from Japan who was hanging in Singapore fuck. and spilt his expensive whiskey all over him no, and no. the girls he had at the table. That's so funny. And so Auntie had no idea. He just thought he was like, you know, like, hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was fun. Get you another drink and he comes back like a Jack Daniels. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 and the guy was like, you know, after he dropped us at our hotel, um, yeah, he couldn't tell the the yakuza guy where we were staying or anything like that, and he had to pay him off so uh, he wouldn't come after us. Hectic. That's insane. What do you reckon he would? Uh, no point speculating. Rather not know. Particularly yeah. in Singapore, I was pretty stressed out. About yeah, it. that's a hectic oh, little spot. But yeah, man, that's a good story though. Man, there's we had some good times. Yeah, that would have been the funnest thing ever. I reckon, just, like. I'm, just traveling in general, I mean, it'd be so exciting first time you get you go to like a new country for the first time, because you'd be like, oh fuck, we're in this place for music. I could, yeah. just can't imagine how cool that would feel. Man, yeah. I was um, yeah, some good culture shock moments. Yeah, yeah good to fair. expand your your consciousness. Fair mm. enough. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, you'd get yourself into different positions of what you usually would traveling if you're in a band traveling. Yeah. Like you'd be meeting so many different people. People would be like. So learning new things, yeah. getting new inspirations, yeah. galvanizing your friendship. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. Like the, it's like, yeah, an extremely intimate environment, mm. non-sexually intimate yeah. environment. <laughs> yeah. Close the friendship gets. Yeah, yeah, it's just you see the best and worst of yourself and your best friends. Fucking nice. I mean, it'd be pretty full on traveling but i reckon you probably get more of it if you were doing road trips in australia uh if you were doing road trips over there it's probably the same thing but like yeah. being in a van or like a car especially because it most like will be a car f- like five of us like and then you're on the road for non-stop however mm. long big weekend come back home like that's that's like it's a lot not of, your finest hour is a lot it? of time losing the <laughs> yeah. country's game to me, yeah <laughs> well when you're when Just you're overseas <laughs> you know it's not a it's like there's not a lot of days off because every day you're away yeah. is expensive. Yeah. True. So like when we'd go to Europe, we'd do we'd be away for thirty days and we'd do twenty eight shows. Uh, Fucking hell. So you have a day off about fourteen days in and then one the day before you leave. Yeah. And that was no, it. Yes. Is the day off though like like sh- like it wouldn't be full work, would it? Or would it like you'd feel like because you're playing shows and you get to hang around the venue and you. It would feel good still. It wouldn't feel like you're working, would it? Uh, it's just, it's more of just a blur of like, you never feel like you've had enough rest. Yeah. That's the thing. Because one if, just skips into the other. The first four sleep, nights yeah. are really fun. Yeah. Five to eight, you start to think like, what am I doing this? And then you get a second wind yeah. to up to 14. And then you're like, I can't believe we've done that. I really need a break. Yeah. <laughs> And then by the day after, you're ready, you're raring to go again. Mm, yeah. But then when you come home, it's like two months of like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah but up. it's, yeah, but it's like, especially in Europe, there's a lot of long driving. Yeah. So like, you might not get home till 1 or 2 a.m., but you've got to be up at 7 because you've got to be at sound check at 2. Yeah. But you've got to drive to another country mm. across the border. Yeah. So like, there's just a lot of that going on. Yeah. So if, if it was fully just like, you know, one-hour drives here and there, it'd be chill as fuck. But the, most of them are six- or seven-hour drives every day. Yeah. So you just like... It's like driving to, from Melbourne to Canberra yeah. every day for 30 days Except and playing every single night. Yeah. 
but except you get you go in between the countries and it's sort of interesting in the car. Oh, it's like amazing. Going back yeah. and forwards on the same trips, like different. totally, and meeting super cool people and yeah. trying different McDonald's all over the yeah. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all the seeing, it, seeing all the service stations. Yeah, man. Pretty much. Just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. All that was the other thing, like, like in um, Japan, like the Seven Eleven there is like a buffet. Mate, yeah. <laughs> cool thing ever. Mate, it's a f- awesome. I'd be so happy to eat Seven Eleven there. Just like if, that'd be the best place to road trip because it's like fuck. If you're stopping over to Servo, you'd want to anywhere in the world. It'd want to be Japan. Yeah. Some of the servos in Europe had um, like uh, what are, what are the, the shops called where um, you go there and it's got all the stuff from their culture. Uh, Souvenir yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 They're massive, dude. Like, they make a lot of money, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Souvenir shops are in some, like, cheap ass places as well. Like, sometimes you just go to something that's barely an attraction and there'll just be, like, a souvenir shop out the front. Like, buy the card. And yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, too. Like, suckers like you to pray on that. And I get them. <laughs> <laughs> I find it's funny, like, if you're overseas, though, you, you've kind of got a different context of their souvenirs. Like, when I go down Swanston Street you here, see I see our souvenirs and I go, oh, cheap shit. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm by the Coliseum, I'm like, whoa, look at this. Yeah. Coliseum pin. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, like... Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's like a big thing, You know what I mean? Like, like it's enough. it's different, like, different yeah, context, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Depends what it is as well. Yeah. If it's like something that's, like, huge, then you're like, fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah. Just, if it's something, like, little and shit, you're just yeah. like, what the fuck? Went nuts in the Stonehenge gift shop. Did oh, you go to no. Stonehenge? Yeah, twice. Went to Stonehenge What's twice. What's your thoughts, dude? Is it like ah. an alien? Well, I'm job? super biased because I. F- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. There was something <laughs> going on. Yeah. Something off world. Well, nah. it's whack, yeah. Now, nah, I think from what I was told by one of the tour guides, it was a um, solstice meeting point and they would bury important dead people underneath it and stuff like that. Okay. But um, Under that one bit of land? How like under it? each of the poles. But dude, wasn't like, there like. Things. Wasn't there. Um, so there's only like. How many pops are there's like big rock. There's a rock formation, part. but then there was also heaps of stuff around it that um, it's not as huge, not not as monolithic, but is still as old and is part of it. You know what I mean? There's like st- stone marking points and things that yeah. have um burial buried remains underneath Did they them. They talk so. about what kind of rituals and shit they they do, or was it like some satanic shit? Nah, no, nah, they didn't talk about that either okay. to protect them. Yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah know. exactly. Because I heard. Could be wrong. <laughs> from who? Great uncle. From who? <laughs> this is what I heard. You know how it's like, it's like rock, rock, rock on top? Yeah. Or something? I heard that when like it was made, whatever year, they didn't have the technology to do put a rock on like that. And they're like, they're baffled by it. They're like, how oh. the fuck can we, how to... Yeah, because it's like super where heavy they, limestone. Where did they, they get the rocks from? That was the other thing that was, that was interesting about St. <coughs> Andrews, wasn't it? Yep. Like, yeah, they're not locally no, mined in the area. Yeah. But unless it was like some kind of like stone age or something that happened where the, 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 the ground was different and maybe underneath that dirt, there's like limestone in the, in the ground and... You know, or like something like that. Totally agree with you. It's aliens. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. It's the moon rock. Have, um, but yeah, I got a t-shirt from there that says Stonehenge Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. good and it just had like that a photo awesome. of Stonehenge that's on it. Sick. That's good. That that's gift shop was fucking epic. They would have made a killing, dude. I would have yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Did I, um, <laughs> while we're on quickly on the conspiracies, you know the pyramids, right? I've heard, heard, heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Toblerone. Yeah. You know how they're like, don't know how they were made? There's a conspiracy. Yeah. I got real fucking stoned one night. Was really? A while ago. And I figured out how they did it. I reckon... <laughs> I reckon it was poured like concrete. I reckon they they got 
bits of timber and then boxed Made up a mold, like, a, kind of. like a mold yeah like boxed it up and then they brought buckets of water and sand and a little limestone or whatever and and made it like that they, but isn't it limestone huge, but they still it? had to put the thing together yeah but it's pretty impressive. instead of moving a big rock like that yeah how they're saying like how the fuck that do it how yeah. they do it yeah. but can you can you <laughs> make rocks out of can you make limestone like out of can you like concrete limestone I reckon you can concrete that, yeah. So you could literally just grab limes. This <laughs> <laughs> got the concreter. All you need is a bag of limes <laughs> yeah. and some stone. I was, <laughs> I was working like as a concreter at the time as well. So it kind of... Interesting. you got an inside word, kind of. Well, all you got to do is build like a prototype. Prove your theory. A little well, one true, out the back. True. You guys should build like a mini pyramid. If we're going to build anything, we're building some nice stumps. <laughs> We've got some a beautiful set of stuff. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Maybe Scott. Maybe I'll give you that. Well, I haven't seen anything like I've like YouTubed it, and I haven't seen anybody like. Can you start your own conspiracy <laughs> channel, Scott? Right, Dude, we should put like rain in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like hit some reverb, drenching <laughs> reverb, and then just go. So last night I was high. <laughs> 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 I've been thinking a whole lot about the pyramid. <laughs> Granny, you're a concreter. You've done some concreting. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> back me up. What's that, sorry? What are your thoughts on the th- on the theory? Uh, the stone Scott theory. Scott theory. <laughs> 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 it tuned out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He reckons it was a mold. A lot of. Um, I reckon they box it up and bought it. Law of leverage. So uh, there's been a lot of uh, big sticks, and then a lot of people on the other end of the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a possibility. <laughs> Can't write anything off. So like that's, that's a, a, a large amount of like slave labor yeah. balancing the yeah. the yeah. up. Yeah. I think that's definitely what it is, dude. And apparently it took like generations of time to build. So there was a fair chance that like there was like three to four generations. Like a great grandfather, his grandson was a slave, mm. his son was a slave, and he was a slave, and their whole life yeah. was just slaves. They working. weren't building it like China fast. No, yeah. it took a long time. They uh, worshipped cats. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You'd be all about that one. Agree. All about that. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Speaking of China, though, that was one thing I learned over there was that on when they were building the Great Wall, every brick has a name on it. Really? And it's because each portion of the wall was built by a different province and different um, brick makers within that province. And in order to ensure that the wall was built sufficiently and properly, you had to put your name on the wall oh. so and if your you part was weak or they knew who fucked up they knew who fucked up and, and they'd, they'd kill their family what? yeah, they oh, kill they, really? yeah, they kill yeah that's, wow. that's classic China Dude, <laughs> that's pretty cool that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty scary but yeah. if your brick got on the wall your family name's immortalised that's right yeah. it was, so it's name? like that's the ultimate honour or I don't know where they put it like I didn't it all looked pretty like rocky and holy the part we were on but I'm sh- pretty sure there's portions of the wall that would be still yeah, pretty well yeah. intact that's what I've heard this company does electricians um, they have like once you fit off something you have to write your name underneath it because then if something fucks up they can come back to you and be like you did this but then it pushes you to actually do it properly as well that's right so yeah. there's no mistakes that's which it. is annoying but it's also <laughs> a good idea whose <laughs> who's name do you put down I, I I'm like it I'm working at this company but I've just heard people talk about it that, that it's like a really fucked up but if I did do it yours put, okay <laughs> <laughs> I'd just say Ben yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not lying yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm off on a technicality yeah <laughs> Yeah, man. 
Dude, well, should well, we go to McDonald's? Yeah. I don't know if I'm I can actually back it up, like but a I can. Piece of shit, because I actually got Mackies on the way here. I'm backing it up. We've been talking about hoisins, but no. all the sauces. Got to get saucy. I get your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two Bens and a Mackers. That's all it is in life, isn't it? Dangerous, dangerous. I miss Tom. I wish Tom was here for that. Mm. What is Tommy doing? He would, he would have some good insights. He lives a long way. He lives in Monomy. Oh, of course. He lives he's probably, yeah, in Walkwalk. Yeah. Fair enough. But um, we're going on band camp soon. Sick. We're going to go away and do like... like we, last time we did the band camp, we went away and we were trying to like fixate on five songs that we would thought would have been on the EP. Yeah. But it derailed us a little bit because yeah. we just got so um, bogged down in the chores that we didn't have any fun. Yeah. And that's like the prime time to be making stuff because you're all together and you're running yeah that's energy. the fun time that's yeah. the time to really have fun so now we're going to go away up to Tommy's house and um, Seymour San- oh. Sandy, Sandy Point, Point. yeah it's awesome, a good spot dude. It's Tom's on the beach next to Wilson's prom it's fucking unreal dude yeah hopefully after um, next couple of gig next gig maybe even the week after um, and then go away and just write and just get like some of the songs but there's just song like some voice memos and stuff, and we just go, <laughs> yeah. just go through them and just start like going from the ground up. Awesome. Which would be fucking mint. I'm really looking forward to that. Dude, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys do on that trip. Yeah, I'm. Because the energy you guys are rocking at the moment is is epic. Hopefully I think this is going to be the best music. By Hopefully. Hopefully. I've got a good feeling as well, man. Yeah, honestly. It's just that fucking vibe, man. So I feel like the last one you were going in with pressure, and this time you're going in with excitement. Yeah. Wow. Totally different. The mindset's energy. different, and it's going yeah. to do, it's going to come through, hopefully. It's I'm sure it will. Come full circle to what we were talking about before. Just having fun. Pyramids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> full circle back to the McPyramids. The yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get him back. See ya. All right. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thanks Craig. for having you're me, guys. I love you all. Legend. Shout out, Craig.